March 4th. Welcome, everybody. It's March 4th. Oh, 4th. It's 8 o'clock. 8.08 p.m. Eastern, 5.08 Pacific. We're doing the Funko Pop giveaway tonight. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Make sure you're here. You got to be in the chat. And yeah. Yeah. Did so, your yeah, kids tell sign up. Huh? Right? Yeah. Tell tell your friends. Open your tell window, them. shout out it to your neighbor. <laughs> send them the link. Yeah. Yeah, send them the links. Get them in here. Get them in here. We're doing a giveaway in uh probably in about three hours time. <laughs> That's right, Leo. That's right. All right. Hey, Jay. What? What oh, is up are. with Kurt's audio? I don't know. We tried to fix it a few times, but. All right. All right. Giveaway. Tune in. We'll just have to talk over it. And he's echoing. Great. This is going to be a great yeah. show. Well, that's me echoing, but. All right. Here we go. This is the Van Halen show. This is the EVH. EVH show exclusively Van Halen. Here it is. everybody welcome this is johnny bean welcome you guys kurt 5150 jay gizmachi band it's friday you know what that means it's the evh show exclusively van halen here on johnny bean tv on youtube and on facebook jay hannon great to see you man that looks refreshing. I'm parched. <laughs> it's good to see you, Jay. Kind of sucks when now the first all, thing see, I hear out of your mouth is, what's wrong with your audio? I just had to bitch, and now it's fixed. See? <laughs> but I always yeah. tell my wife, I'm, see, when I, when I bitch about something, it gets fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> I'm gonna get fixed because I probably just, uh, you know, kids are going to bed and I'm just I'm screaming and yelling up here already. Yeah. What's well, Friday? Cheers, boys. It's Friday. Cheers, man. Remy Lacroix. Yep. Hula hoop girl. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, of course not. I've never seen her doing yoga at the Grand Canyon on oh. a mat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Some quick show what tonight. Is, what, what is this? Streamlabs? Streamyard. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm I'm in the wrong system here. Hang on. Streamyard. There we go. You guys, guess what? Guess what, you That's guys? That's what. <laughs> guess what? We'll we'll uh we'll do some of this uh a little backwards. We have WhatsApp. 
If you want to c- connect with Johnny Bean TV, if you want to call me at 3.30 in the morning and wake me up, there's the phone number, 415-952-3263. You can call that phone number anytime, day or night. I might answer. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> but especially on these shows, I'll uh, I will answer those phones. So, uh, but if if you would like to uh, help us out, uh, uh, download the WhatsApp app or download WhatsApp and uh, connect with that phone number. Add me as a contact. And oh my gosh, uh, we're live on Facebook, Johnny Bean TV Facebook page, where we have Facebook stars. That's a digital gift that helps in the production of these shows. Very similar to what a super chat is, which uh, will change the color of my lights right back here in the guitar more. Excuse me. Oh my God. (laughs) It's It's that blazer. Yeah. You dress like up, it. try to look nice, but I like you just it. burp nonstop. Yeah, guitar Jimmy Carr. Thank you. Jimmy Disco Carr. balls. <laughs> Disco balls, Louie. Um, oh, you changed your shirt. <laughs> yeah, I changed my shirt again because I was told the other shirt didn't look good with the coat. So come in. Damn it, Jay. Did, Ned, did Ned tell you that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did. Jimmy Carr, good to see you, man. Jimmy Carr and I almost died in a car with Rob Johnson. Jimmy oh Carr God. almost died in a car <laughs> with Rob Johnson. That's not good. Yeah. We'll have to get Jimmy on the show one of these days to tell the story. <laughs> wow. I want a reenactment video. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Who's driving? Johnson. Oh, Johnson, Mr. Mr. Cop. Oh really? Sipping on a on a uh, on a Starbucks, huh? Oh my gosh, that's funny. That's 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 craziness. There we go. What was it? Was it on your way to the EVH con? On the way back. On the way back. <laughs> Dang. Uh, crap. Who's yeah, let's just say it was pretty easy to read the uh, serial numbers on the tabs on the license plates in the cars in front mm-hmm. of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Craziness. Yeah, that's right. Can't drive 55 G G. Yeah. We'll do a GTA reenactment. That's what we'll do. There you go. That that's what we'll do. Right. Did you guys hear that? Yes, I did. Uh, executive producers here on John Wick TV are Dave Ennis, Vinyl Freak 5150, Mike Nice, Music Therapy Laz, Majestic PB and Jelly Cat, Wayno, False Flag, Sherman Callahan, Andy Carson, Michael B. Arhabs, Warlag. See, that's why people get confused because uh, two, a couple of those names uh, uh, rhyme. The Chad, Lawrence Christensen. Lenny Lee hey and Mary, Larry. hope you guys are feeling better. Yes. James Gum, John Moronic, <laughs> Paul Martin Woods, Stephen Franklin, Michael Smith, the captain. It's the captain, everybody. Say hello to the captain. <laughs> Thomas Santiago, Joe Christian, Jimmy Hawkins, who, uh, who resubscribed. Thank you so much, man. David Allen Wright and Steve Carmichael. <laughs> That is what we call the top tier of channel members here on Johnny Bean TV. If 
you'd like to become a channel member, click that join button. It's right below the 21 thumbs ups. And you know the drill. You get bonus content. You get exclusive content. You get your name in green in the chat. You get special emojis. Um, you get a lot of a lot of cool stuff. You get everything. You get you get yeah, pretty much. Right, Liquid Charlie. Charlie. Hey now. Hey there, you are, man. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. I follow you on Instagram, man. Don't we all? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of liquid, I had a buffalo chicken dip today with uh, with Doritos. So don't be oh surprised if all of a sudden I disappear. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. Yep. We'll call Chuck Berry. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably got a hidden camera in the boom boom room, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, oh God! Wow! <laughs> hey man, look at this guy. We got him. Look at this guy. There he is. What do you think? Hmm. I thought I saw a pudgy cat. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's see. What else? See, I, I did all that stuff in reverse order, so now it's kind of confusing. Now we got to end the show and then we'll work backwards. <laughs> yeah. Let's spin. Let's spin for the for the drawing. I'll wipe ah. first. I'll wipe first and then go. Oh. And then just pull them up and come right back Gross. and sit down. Yuck. <laughs> We're just off to a blazing start here, boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's well, cool. I have a couple um Already unboxed unboxings, the uh, not really unboxings. Um, my wife got me something, um, about two weeks ago, and I forgot to show it because I'm an idiot. So, and just then, an unflapping, yeah. And then, uh, just gonna our, open the flap. And then, our buddy Brendan Buttcheeks, uh, sent me, um, thank you, Fossil Egg, sent me something. So, I'll just, uh, I'll show it on we here love in you a few too. minutes, I guess. Nice, nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, Charlie. If you're, I think you're talking to us. If you are, I'm not sure, but yeah, of course, of course you can, man. We should be asking you, Charlie. What are you, what are you asking us for? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me let Johnny check the schedule. Uh, yeah, I think I think we're good. <laughs> well. I'm okay. You're talking schedules. We actually, we actually do have uh, some stuff coming up here, which we'll uh, we'll talk about. I don't know if you guys knew kn kn knew this, but we're also doing a Van Halen show on Twitch, and it's called Talking Van Halen on Twitch. Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. The show is live on Twitch on that Wednesday, and then that Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, it uh, it's on YouTube magically live well not really but um so uh but anyway this this uh wednesday we have uh steve rosen nice nice rock and roll journalist <laughs> he has a new book called tone chaser Understand, understanding edward my 26 year journey with edward van halen and he actually has a brand new facebook 
page to go along with the book. Oh, yeah. And Jay, I don't know if you saw this. We showed this on Wednesday. No. But no. Uh, here, here's an exclusive photo for you guys. From wow, the book, cool. Steve Rosen with Edward Van Halen. What do we think that that was, Kurt? Late 83? Yeah, 83. <clears throat> because that issue, that issue came out in January 84, I think. I think. John Beale. I could see Jay in that bowling shirt, definitely, with the collars flapped out. No, I, mm -hmm. I, that, that's not me. I don't have enough chest hair. Well, the V-neck, yeah, that, that's more like a um, that's, that's a V-neck, a deep V-neck. Staying alive, <laughs> staying alive. Man, that is a bowl, good bowling shirt, too. A little notepad in the, in the uh, pocket there. See that? See that? Yep, for sure. Yep. Wrist brace. <laughs> wrist brace that's cheating i don't know how gol oh, golf i don't know how bowlers get away with that yeah the john biel wrist brace yeah the john biel bowling bowler uh brace <laughs> <laughs> john biel looks like a bowler doesn't he it's the five knuckle shuffle brace yeah yeah where, where is john biel there he is I mean, he's got a bowling ball in his belly oh, there, there you go yeah, yeah he is more in a uh He's wearing a lot of stuff. Wow. But uh yes. Yeah, you guys. So make sure make sure to tune in on Twitch this Wednesday, March 9th. And uh you guys, you know, I don't know how many times I probably just have to say this every day. Follow us on Twitch. It's it's just it, it's it's growing over there. It's it's uh, we have a great time, and it's not just for games. Even though we do play GTA every night over there, I mean we do have a great time, and we we are having there is like a crew now of people every night. But we're uh, we're also doing the Van Halen thing over there, and mm -hmm. it's it's great. I think we've done three shows already, and actually it turns out. I mean, it's 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 awesome. It's awesome because because uh, we do the show live on that Wednesday, and then we you know put it up on YouTube that Thursday, so it gives us content for that Thursday. So there's pretty much there's a show every day now on the channel here. Like every, every day. day, there's. I mean, every day. <laughs> every, every day. I'm shuffling. Oh no! Whoa. Oh boy! <laughs> Who's this? Let me see. Every day there's there's a show here and that that was always part of the dream. Shuffling, is to have shuffling. is to have something, you know, every day on, you know, on Johnny Bean TV. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, it's Kurt with a C. Hey, Kurt with a C. <laughs> What's up, man? Yeah. Well, I had to call in to uh give Kurt with a K kudos for calling out that piece of shit, Chuck Berry. Oh, no one ever <laughs> seems to remember. No one ever seems to remember that shit, but me. And for some reason, he does too. What do you and mean, I am shit? So sick of the music industry giving that piece of crap kudos. <laughs> that guy's a scumbag perv loser. I don't care if he did the duck walk across stage in the sixties or not. He's a piece of shit. Wow. I remember it. And so does Kurt. So does Kurt with a K. 
I hope you guys do. The guy's a scumbag. So, and he sh- he's a pariah. He's a piece of shit. So, <laughs> there you go. I'm out. Oh, man. Are we on a limit for curses for the uh, for the night? Now? Yeah. Yeah. No more swearing, please. Yeah. Kurt with the C. Uh, he must not have watched Saturday night, but we uh, had a little fun on Chuck Berry for about three minutes, two minutes. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Everyone got it, but Laz. Laz didn't yeah. get it. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, in in his defense, he's not around anymore. So, but yeah, I, I don't. I really don't know. I mean, I really don't know much about Chuck Berry. I mean, not as far as like the weird, whatever weird stuff he was into. You're saying oh, Laz weird. isn't around anymore? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> or Chuck Berry? Chuck Berry. Chuck okay. Berry. <clears throat> I don't know. Well, Chuck Berry. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, Charlie, you got you gotta look it up, man. There's some um there's some slightly gross slash humorous. Like when you look at it from the outside, you're like, that's disgusting, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> But then there is some, there are some things that you're like, wow, he's, you know, jail. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Urban yeah. Dictionary and look it up. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we, we don't have to get into all that tonight. We're going to have a great time here. <laughs> right. We're yeah. talking about Van Halen. Yeah. Yes. Everybody open up a separate window. <laughs> <laughs> And then comment in the chat with what what your what uh, kind of details you're finding out, and we won't read them on the air. Gross. Yeah, I guess yeah. he 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 was into some weird stuff. Yeah. Um. Huh. <clears throat> Let's see. Where should we? Uh, all right, so we we've got a, a contest a little later. We announced that Steve Rosen will be here next. Uh, well, actually, he'll be on Twitch, which technically that video will be on on this channel on that Thursday. Um, and let's see, what else? Our friend Nerd Halen went to the, uh, or Caleb went to the Mama show on Wednesday or Thursday. What day was it, Jay? Wednesday. 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 If you're if you're Wednesday. 75 years old or above, Wednesday. it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Hey, Looks man. Like hey, saw a pretty good show, and he uh, met a couple celebrities. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yeah, I was I was watching. Was awesome. I was watching some. Uh, it, it, it it's craziness, man. Because i mean it's such it's such a, a small world because my my feed was like full of like friends that were there oh, maybe yours yeah. was too but so i was watching like live like like feed like people were going live from it and stuff so i i got to see some uh some of it and it was it was awesome yeah yep and actually <laughs> our buddy uh music therapy laz who i just saw him in the chat here uh he he saw him up in sacramento i guess that was that was friday 
yeah, last Friday, and he uploaded a video of uh, of uh, a new song that they performed. So you guys can check that out over on Laz's channel. Do we have to? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy McKay. McKee. McKee, Jimmy McKee. Yeah, I hope <laughs> so, too. I hope so, too, man. They will. They will. It makes too much sense, you know, to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think it'll be sooner. Sooner than, mm -hmm. you know, I, I would say with, you know, in a year's time, I would think we would see those. Next Nam maybe, or next... Uh... Next January. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we maybe. see the announcement this Nam, you know, and maybe they're available at the, at the beginning of next year or something like that. Well, mm -hmm. rumor is Fender won't be at Nam, right, Johnny? No, but they'll, they'll but no, they won't. I don't, but they'll I don't still. Know. <laughs> I want to have some. I've hype. told you this before. Yeah, I have. I have a buddy that's kind of on the inside at um, under the Fender umbrella. I'm not going to mm -hmm. say what company, but he was just saying how. Um, in 2020, they sold more. I mean, I think every guitar company sold more guitars than ever. And the same thing for 2021. And they're just like, you know, they're thinking is it costs so much money. And then Sean Silas was in here um, a while back too, saying the same thing. Like every year he would go to Nam um, with uh, was it Jackson and then with uh, EVH and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he just said it costs so much money. To number one, bring all that stuff, set it up, then they have to pay for everybody to be there, you know, hotel, all, all the stuff. It's, you know, tens of thousands of thousands of dollars. And with this, the promotion online nowadays, you don't really need, you know, you don't really need that. Right. So, and half the people are going to go to the convention anyway with uh, just not wanting to travel. So they're probably smart. Yeah. So, I mean, everything leaks early anyway, so it's like if people are just looking online for it, they're going to see it before it's even shown at Nam. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah, it, you know, the last couple of years have kind of kind of sucked. I don't know. It's just it's not going to be the same. No, I, mean, I haven't decided if I'm if I'm even going to go, but it's. I mean. I I mean, I because of what's going on out there, I don't even want to. I don't want to be in a crowd. Yeah, you know so that don't bother me. I go, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, originally I was going to try to go, but we we have a our best friend's daughter's getting married, so we're we're going to Vegas that same weekend. So I'm out. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Well, then they should just cancel the whole name, though. If if you're yep. not, you know, if you were going to go and now you're not. If Kurt just... Fifty and Fifty won't be there, there's no point in anybody. Right, they should poo poo it. <laughs> Everybody should go to Vegas to his friend's uh, daughter's wedding instead. Maybe, maybe that's that's what should happen. Crash it. It's not even a wedding. It's a it's a it's a bachelorette and bachelor party. And here we go, Jay. Who, who, the Bachelorette and the Bachelor are going on the same trip. That's cool. It's a joint, joint. Yeah. You know, 
it's not the same as it used to be. I didn't have any, I'd have some crazy, uh, you know, nutty bachelor party. You know, I went that with, um, you know, my brother and, and all my close friends and stuff and just had a good time. Yeah. So I was pretty calm too. Yeah. Whipped cream races and, uh, Jello slip and slide was about as crazy as we got. <laughs> butt cheek body shots. <laughs> or butt crack is a butt crack body shot. That's what it is. Butt crack shots. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. Dude, come on. Just... <laughs> <laughs> it's your last time. You'll never see it again. <laughs> anyway, I'll show one thing and then I'll save the other thing for later. Real quick while we're just uh, killing time here, it seems like. Yeah. So my buddy, our buddy Brandon Buttcheeks, um, I won't show this side because it's got all his information on it, but um, he sent me a little, his new business card. Let me get the, let me get the blur off here. The fuzz. Dag nabbit. I'll put a, I'll put good old <laughs> Ernest. <laughs> what do you got there? Um, so I got his uh, new high quality business card. But he put um, he strapped these these guitar picks to the card with with electrical tape, so it like, you know. And he's an engineer. Like, what are you doing? So there's splooge on the back. Yeah. <laughs> so get off. His picks are honking. Yeah, dude. Wow. Wait, wait. And uh, yeah. So there's the other side that has all his info on it. I don't know if he wants me showing it. I'm not going to though. Thanks, Brendan. Awesome, Brendan. Dude, yeah. I met him at EVH Con. What a great guy. Yeah, dude. He's he's, he's uh, cool as yeah. they get. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, that's awesome. He sells a. I'll just give up. How about this? I'll do his Etsy shop. I'll cover yeah, up the other plug. information. But it's he's got electrical tape on it, so you can't even. I don't know if you're going to be able to see it. Yeah, he kind of, <laughs> kind of can, right? Something down. Uh, shop B, <laughs> shop B squared CBGs. www.com. There you go. Cool. Yeah. Electrical awesome. tape. Brilliant. Yeah, that stuff melts. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't use that. Didn't you know he was shipping it to South Carolina? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, let's see. We got we got 75, 75 people in here. Say, say hello. Sharon Wild Dollar is here. Hey, now. Groomed facial hair looks. Keith Campbell. Is Sharon talking about my hair, Jay's hair, be. or pa Paul's hair? What? Know. Paul? What do you mean? Did any of you guys, the Johnny, did you shave today? No. <laughs> did you Didn't shave, she shave Paul's back once? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like on the porch or something. <laughs> wow. Uh, octopus ears. Thomas Santiago, Mike Olson, Janice Lala, Hellstorm, Cantroy 55, Nightbot, 
who uh, is me. Zach Thong, Matthew Stewart, all day, all night. Sean Mahoney. Mahoney. Oh, Mahoney. The latest winner uh, in the uh, with the the uh, Funko Pop. Which, uh, by the way, we're doing another giveaway tonight. So uh, type in hashtag win in the chat right now for your chance chance to win. We got 84 watching. Liquid Charlie's got a good question. This one? Yeah. Can you talk about if any other songs were recorded around the time of Me Wise Magic? Four more I'm besides gonna... Me, Me Wise Magic and um, Can't Get This can't Stuff, get no, this more, stuff right? no More. Right. Huh? There, there was other ones? Yep. Supposedly four more that Michael Anthony had mentioned in an interview back in 2000? Or was it... What and, year did he... and supposedly Sammy used two of those songs on his that next album he did. March on the Mars? Huh? Yep. Yeah. What? Or you mean he yeah, used I'll the lyrics? Find out. He used the I'll lyrics. find out what they are. The lyrics. He wouldn't you have, mean. he wouldn't have used the music. He would have the, used the lyrics. Lyrics. Okay. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know all this. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to, I would love to because you know the sound of those uh of the uh, the production on Me Wise Magic and Can't Get the Stuff No More is awesome. Because that stuff was, they were left over from what they worked on with Sammy. Yeah. Because they had to pay Sammy how much money for um, lyrics he wrote for uh, which which song? I think can't get this stuff no more. That's right. I didn't find this stuff out until recently. I mean, I knew the four songs. I remember reading I'm just finding out right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Sammy wrote those lyrics? Yeah, like a verse what? or something like that. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. One of the songs. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, Charlie, no, Charlie, you want to come in here and talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you know more than, than I do, definitely, about it. <laughs> I don't want to speak for the other two cats. But... Oh, Nerd Halen saying it was the vocal melody, not the. Um... Oh, and Liquid Charlie says the melody of the chorus. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing happens all the time. You know, because you you get you get something uh, you get something good. I mean, why, you know, try to change it? And sometimes, but... sometimes you know, you hear something enough. You can't you can't get it out of your head. And it's hard to rewrite something that you've heard that's a hundred times. When, like when I was working with Desmond Child, they had a he had a saying for that. And it's it's called demo love. Demoitis. I thought I always I always that's, heard it. That's, that's yeah, maybe that's another one, but but yeah, yeah. You, yeah. When you get something just it has it has to become, you know, the song or it has to you can't change it. It becomes what whatever the final product is. Right. Yeah. And, and on that subject, I wonder if Van Halen's plan was to do more than two songs with Dave. But as we yeah. all know, it took him forever to bust out the vocals for the two songs he did. And, you know, did they just say, bag it, let's just take these two and run with it? 
Um, You're talking about the 96 songs? Yeah. Because they were supposed to make music videos for those too. Mm-hmm. I think everything just fell apart. I thought that they recorded for they recorded four more. And again, I'd have to go back and read the interview with with uh, Michael Anthony, but from what I remember, it was something about they finished those songs and then things fell apart. So they were like, "Well, we're screw it. We're just not going to release anymore. Just they sh- just shelved them." But I don't know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It seemed like things fell apart that night of the MTV thing. Oh God, yeah. If you watch some of their 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 interviews that they did afterwards, and Mike Olson, thank you so much, man. Yeah, that was. Do you guys remember? And in the chat as well. Do you guys remember watching watching the MTV? Uh, what was it? It was the VMAs, right? Video Music Awards yeah. '96. Yep. And and uh, uh, I think it was Dennis Miller. I think he he was the host, and he introduced Van Halen. They come out, and Beck ends up winning whatever yep. that was. Mel Mel Music Video of the Year. Video music, yeah. And and. And he's up there, you know, doing his speech, and Roth is like dancing around, acting crazy behind him. And I, I remember watching that. Well, I mean, technically live, I guess. Well, I was out here, and Cal- is it live out here though? I don't think it is. It's live. Oh, it, think- so it's live on the East Coast, and then it's live on the it's live on the East Coast. It's out here is where they do it. It's mm-hmm. live out there, but it plays out here like a few hours later. Delayed. Otherwise, it would start at like delayed. five o'clock or four o'clock your time, which would make <clears> no <throat> sense. Well, I can't remember though, because yeah, because I remember I remember watching that, but it was like evening, so it oh, wasn't yeah. like earlier in the day. For, no, it was, for me, it was, it was I evening. Mean, I was in New York when I watched it, and it was it was nighttime. You know, it wasn't uh, mm-hmm. it wasn't early. So tonight's about me, not about but you. But I, I remember, man, I, me and my brother were so pumped because, again, I meant, I've said this a bunch of times, like, you know, Sammy was out, but but it was OK because Dave was coming back. That's what made it all right. All right. Well, if Sammy's not in anymore, at least Dave's back in the band. That that's that's that was what our thought process was, you know, and then when he came out. This is the first time. And what was it? How many years? Uh, what do you say? Twelve he years. He said, or "Is the first time we've stood on stage together in over a decade." Over a decade. Yeah. Over a and decade. And they came <laughs> out to run him with the devil, and he's wearing those. What kind of pants were those, Jay? Like but the Cavaracci jeans or something. They were up yeah, to here. Up to his... <laughs> <laughs> Pulled up to his chest. Yeah. And I remember my brother was fired up because Eddie came out in the, uh, you know, old painter overalls. Dude, he, my brother was like, "Yes." Eddie, look at him. He was pumped. And Eddie had his sunglasses in the front pocket. And as soon as Dave started doing his stick, he got pissed and he kind of backed away and he put his, pulled him out and put his sunglasses on. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But I'll never forget the interview with Eddie and Alex when Alex is like, Dave said, it's not tonight's about me. It's not about you. Tonight's about me. Yeah, but who knows? I mean, th- dude, so much stuff was said back then. You know, it's like, 
<clears throat> who knows exactly what transpired backstage and you know well it was in the chat. when you guys were watching everybody in the chat when you watched it were you like at first i'm sure we all were like yes but then once it it got kind of a little uh like dave when he's doing his little gyrating stuff up there you know we're everybody like ooh, what the hell look at him look at his receding hairline well, not everybody's mm -hmm. Kurt fifty one fifty with the, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the groomed. Um, but those in the chat, if you've read the uh, conversations with Brad Talensky and Chris Gill, there's a great interview in that book um, by Ray Daniels, and he breaks down this whole night from the beginning to the end of it. Which explains oh. a lot. So does he kind of corroborate um, the Alex and Eddie story? He's on the fence, but his his motive was to um, keep the band, you know, going due to the fact that uh, you know Sammy was out. Mm -hmm. um but it's it's a great it's a great interview you gotta you gotta listen to it i mean he goes into sammy leaving he goes into the dave thing he goes into the gary thing um the mitch malloy um i think there's a lot of unknown things that ray daniels says in that book that a lot of people don't uh didn't know about or just mm -hmm. speculated mm-hmm Yeah. Um, another fun fact about the, in that book that a lot of people don't know about is, uh, Johnny, what's the name of the song, uh, with Gary Sharon that never made it. That's why I love you. So according to Gary, that was an audition song. That wasn't a leftover song from the second album. The <clears throat> second album. So that's why Mitch had that music. Yep. And exactly. Uh, yeah. And. What what I had heard, I don't know how. Well, <clears throat> it must have been from from Desmond, because because it, it, I, I mean <laughs> I've said this. I don't know how how much of this is out there, but but uh, Desmond Child was writing with 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 Eddie. They were writing writing songs together, and 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 Desmond showed Eddie a Mitch Malloy music video at fifty one fifty. And he's like, "Hey, you should tr try him out." And 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 so as as Desmond was leaving fifty one fifty, he called Mitch and said, "Hey, I come down and, and audition." And for some reason, I mean, I do know there was at least uh, one or two song titles that 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 got out that that were songs that that Desmond wrote with Eddie. One was either it was either called "Blood from a Stone" or "Blood from a Rock." Blood from a Stone was the title yeah. yeah and i remember desmond telling me that um and for some reason i'm Thirsty. thinking that music of what that of from that's why i love you i'm thinking that music that was the music for that song mm. that's what i'm thinking 
It's amazing that, that Desmond Child thought that Mitch Malloy would <laughs> his voice would work in Van Halen. I mean, I mean the thing is, I mean you never know. You know, I mean, it's, I mean it's such a Mike Olson. Thank you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah who knows who knows but uh as as far as as that night i i remember watching that and thinking it was cool that raw you know of course i'm a fan of, of roth and but you know i i was a fan of of the van hagar more myself mm -hmm. although i do love it all i mean if it's eddie you know, if it's all Eddie, me, it's all Eddie Van Halen, all of it. So I love it all because of that. But, but uh, I think for a lot of us, you know, it's when you get into it. And I got into Van Halen in 86, 85, 86. So obviously for me, the Sammy Hagar era is, is really my era. Yeah. But, and Johnny, for me, you know, obviously I was bummed too that Sammy left, but... It was always that, oh, great, now who's going to come in? And then having Dave come in was almost a relief that yeah. uh, they weren't going to try to find someone else. Mm -hmm. Oh, because it'd be familiar. Yeah. Because they could go yeah, back and, and play those older tunes. And... and and I think a big part of it as well is Dave left at such, you know, people can argue, 84 was, in a lot of people's minds, the pinnacle of, you know, the MTV era, all this stuff. And yeah, they did they did the two songs or whatever that then. But it's it's almost like they had unfinished business. It's not like you know, 84 came out and it was crap, and it's like, eh, yeah, Dave's coming back. No, 84 was phenomenal. So people were like, Yes, you know, Dave's coming back. So that's how kind of I look at it, you know. Mm -hmm. And they were just bombarded backstage. The press just was all over them, yep. um, which makes you kind of wonder, Jay, like what was behind the scenes like before they got on stage? Did these guys like were they hanging out in the limo and did they get out and rush to the stage last minute? You know, they had to have because it was almost yeah. like a surprise that they were there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't I think they would have walked in together. I, 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 that's why Roth was dressed like that. So nobody knew who he was. So in the book, Eddie and Roth got into it in the limo. Beforehand? Beforehand. And that's oh, yeah. when, when Eddie was telling him baby steps, like, let's just take this one thing at a time. Don't get the cart before the horse. But I mean, you can understand, right? Like when you, when you look, look at both sides. Yeah, all right, baby steps. I get it. But then why do a public appearance? Because the fans are like, he's back. You know, it, it and, and I'm not, in my opinion, you know, any, anybody that's been in a band situation or, you know, if you're bringing a guy that was in the band on back on stage with you to do a thing and he's not technically yet back in the band, it's kind of like, what are we doing, well, Jay, here, guys? Is this a publicity stunt, or is this is this a real real thing? 
Warner Brothers put it together because of the greatest hits album. Yeah. So I know, but that's, that's kind of where I was going with it. It seemed like, and from what, I, what the stuff I was reading a few years back, it seemed like MTV wasn't going to, they weren't going to come on. They weren't going to be allowed on. Like MTV didn't want them on if, if Dave wasn't going to be there. Right. So it was like, hey, this is great promotion if Roth is with you, you know? So I don't know. 96, if you could get a good music video, it, I mean, it was a game changer. Game changer. Yep. So different now. And back then, everybody was watching the MTV Music, the Video Music Awards. It was huge. Oh, yeah. So to have Van Halen back on the on stage with Roth, talk about promotion, right? You can't pay for that kind of promotion. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Van Halen and Roth, they were one of the originators of uh, the first MTV Music Awards. I think they had in, what, 84, 85? Um, you know, it was kind of, they came up with it, you know? 84. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think... I think Roth was there. Was that the '84 one? Dave. Oh, when he's Dave pictured with um, like Pee Wee Herman and uh, <laughs> who else? <laughs> that might be '85. Yeah. No, that actually, no. What? Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of photos you see of Roth at MTV, and that was '85 because Eddie was there too. Eddie had the slightly shorter hair. Dave TV. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it, it seemed like <clears throat> towards the end of the Sammy era, you know, Eddie obviously kind of wanted a little more control in the band and things like that. And according to Sammy's book, you know, when Dave was in the band, Dave ran that band as far as the business aspect, things they were going to be doing. Obviously, Eddie wrote the music and all that stuff. But Dave, you know, they did things that Dave wanted to do or that he thought were, you know, best and stuff like that. And Sammy said when he got in the band, it was like, hey, what do you guys want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Uh, well, I think we should do this. Okay, fine. So it was almost like Sammy was the one running the band, obviously, along with Ed Leffler and everything. Yep. Mm -hmm. So when Dave comes back in the picture, things are completely different. You know, when he was in that band, he was used to kind of running the show a little bit as far as he was at the helm of it. Yeah. And then when he got back in there, you know, he probably, it was probably instant tension, you know, even all the past stuff behind them, trying to get over that stuff, there was probably a, a power struggle instantly with Dave trying to like, hey, wait a minute, you know, am I, do I have any say what's going on here? Once Dave saw those lights, when he stepped on stage, it was <laughs> all bets are off. You, you bring up a good point. Um, Noel Monk. If you guys have read his book, Running with the Devil, you can tell that he was very heavily sided with Dave. Um, in that book, he talks Dave up big time. And I think Dave was a pivotal part of firing Marshall Burl and bringing Noel Monk in. And when the band split up, you know, Noel Monk was done. Dave went his way. Um, I think, yeah, Dave was in control and he had – Noel Monk wrapped around his finger back in uh, 79 through 84, for sure. So when he came back, it was a different show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, totally different. 
you know, you and like you said, so many years. You know, Ed Leffler and Sammy, they were kind of they took over. <laughs> Who mentioned mm-hmm. the Super Bowl hat? Keith Campbell. Yeah, he's got this. Yeah, he Roth when he when, <laughs> before he before he left Van Halen the first time, he was like the most stylish dude. I mean, nobody could get away with wearing some of the stuff. And there, it's just like they were probably like, "Look what Dave just showed up in. He's got well, see, jeans up." up to- that's why I'm saying, you know, he, he was walking in there, so nobody knew who he was. He's that's why he's wearing a hat. Yeah, but he could have went probably... backstage right before he went on stage and changed into something a little more, you know, front manish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, was a crazy Sam and Dave tour. I was huh? there. Yeah, Roth came in with these silver pants that were painted on when I when I saw them. <laughs> Yeah, and his uh, his hair was, I mean, barely there, and his kicks were Weak. barely there. Yeah. Um. Wh- when was that? Two thousand two. Sounds right. Yeah. I love Dave. Uh, I think you know we've said this a million times on this show. He was the greatest frontman in rock and roll for many years. Mm-hmm. In two thousand two, when I saw the Sam and Dave tour, I knew his career was on the downward spiral. I mean, he just couldn't do it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I I don't want to get too negative, but I'm 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 right there with you, man. I mean it was almost funny. Yeah, <laughs> there was a comical aspect to it because he was he was doing like, you know, we're used to watching the videos of him doing these huge jumps off the rise with these huge kicks, all this, and he's doing like like these mini kicks, and he's like looking at the crowd, like, yeah, you see that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I sure as hell couldn't do that right now. No, you know, no, but I'm, I'm not. We're not David Lee Roth, are we? Right. You know. Um. <laughs> and, and and I think a lot of it for me, like I never saw Van Halen with David Lee Roth. So in 2002, I was, you know, I saw Van Halen with Hagar. Um. So I was more excited to see. David Lee Roth play, but it was all, it was the only reason is because we got to see him play Van Halen songs. You mm-hmm. know, there was, there was only the nostalgia was the only reason I, we were excited. Um, whereas Sammy, you know, yeah, he played, obviously played a lot of Van Halen stuff, but he also played the solo, his solo stuff and, and some covers and everything, you know, the whole argument of like, Oh, Sammy sucks. Sammy sucks. Dave, this, yeah, you can say, Roth is better in Van Halen, if that's your opinion. But like without Van Halen, you know, I know Sammy had a, a successful solo career before Van Halen. But after Van Halen, Sammy, you know, he's he's done all right. You know, whereas Dave, you know, he I think he needs Van Halen. Right. Yeah. Right. No, Dave, Dave did great, like right out of the gate. 86 mm-hmm. 88 still 88 I, I i like skyscraper yeah it's a great record um and then my buddy jason becker was with them yep. uh a little little ain't enough right yeah yeah and then yeah after that but I, even I that record know. didn't do that well man you know so 
It was a steep know. decline. A after Eat Him and Smile, it was a pretty steep decline. Did you yeah, guys pretty, know pretty that, quick too? Yeah. Did you guys know that all the characters and the costumes and the suits in Dave's videos were all leftover stuff from his movie? Really? So the all those characters at the beginning of Yankee Rose <laughs> in the mini mark, those were all characters that were supposed to be in his movie. And him and Pete Angelus had nothing to do with it, so they used it for his videos. That's that smart, was all right? props and yeah. Man. The movie was supposed to be Dave touring LA. He was like a tour guide. Man. Could you and there was gonna be all this wouldn't you have loved to have been a fly on the a fly on the effing wall when Dave got that phone call? Hey man, movie's off. We're not we're not doing it. <laughs> not in your life, honey. Man, he, he probably would have he probably pooped his pants like, oh no. Oh, no. they probably dumped a lot of cash on that. Just pre-production, you know, the writing, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yep. And you know yeah, the, the outtake videos of him cruising around on his motorcycle and in his 51 Mercury with the top down that uh, the out, out outtake for Jump and Panama, all that was part of the going to be part of the movie as well. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It is, but I mean, is that a movie? You know what I mean? I know. But I mean, think about Jay in 84. What were some of the, you know, movies going on back then you know like peewee's big adventure you know it was all cheesy oh, nowadays yeah, would that true. be a movie howard the duck you know all those things like <laughs> they were pretty quirky that's that's a good point yeah can you imagine can you imagine an hour and a half of, of roth in a movie like straight well remember uh the barbecue video he did at his house oh my god there was yeah, but who were the chicks? There wasn't there like three chicks in like those like those super skin tight silver outfits. Yeah, two of them were twins. Oh my god, that was like the that was the only good part of that whole uh, Mojo Dojo barbecue thing. Yeah, I had to go see a psychiatrist afterwards to make sure I was still okay. <laughs> Man, but. That was a pivotal time, though. I mean, yep. 96, for sure. And dude, I would love to have, have gone to, uh, you know, go back and see um, the Eat em and Smile tour. Like, God, man, not even just for Dave, like, you know, Bissonette on drums, Sheehan on bass, and Vi on guitar. Are you kidding me? Like, you can't get, you can't get more talent. Um, out of three musicians on one stage, then then like that's 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 ridiculous. I saw Roth twice. I before the Sam and Dave tour, I saw him. He opened up for Bad Company. Um, huh. maybe two thousand, two thousand one. How was that? It was okay. Yeah. He um went to the very edge of the stage with a full bottle of Jack Daniels and basically jerked it into the crowd and got all over a friend of mine. He took a girl on a date and she was, she didn't even know who David Lee Roth was. And she goes <laughs> to this concert and he just douses her with Jack Daniels. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. And then he swapped out the bottles and drank the iced tea. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hate to say it. I I was never a huge fan of, of Roth solo just at all. Well, what did you think of, of um you know, because you're about the you're about the same boat as me, even though you know, before Sammy joined, you know, my older brother was listening to Van Halen. I mean, I remember when he bought Van Halen too, but I don't think it was the first Van Halen record he bought. I'm he mm-hmm. I asked him a while back, I'm like, dude, do you remember the order? He goes, I think Women and Children First might have been my first Van Halen tape. He's like, but I can't remember. So it was either maybe Women and Children or Fair Warning. He said maybe one of those two. But I mean, I remember him listening to all that stuff. And I remember the huge deal that when um, 84 was coming out and, you know, all this, all this stuff about it. Um, but where was I going with this? <laughs> if I remember uh, something. Yeah. Um, do I remember all that? No, because I wasn't there. Yeah, you were talking about David Ross solo, so I'm assuming. Oh yeah, so that. I was gonna say. So as yeah. soon as basically, as soon as you got into Van Halen, it was obviously Sammy was the singer, and then you were seeing the guy that was on the old albums solo instantly. Like you, you weren't seeing him yet. So I got to see him in Van Halen and then solo. So I was like, hey, this is cool, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, I've told this a million times, but if you guys are brand new here, this is new to you, then make sure to subscribe. Um, I I got an I I remember the the jump that I remember the '84 videos when they were brand new. Yeah, I wasn't a, a fan, but I just I thought they were funny. I thought the Hopper Teacher video was funny with Waldo and and all that. And then, but I'm think, but I, from from then on, I saw everything in real time. But Johnny, remember during Jump, Panama, Hot for Teacher, when those were still on heavy play on MTV, there was also California Girls mm-hmm. and just a Gigolo around mm. the same time, that's, a little bit later in the year. Yeah, that's, that's what right. I was going to say. So I remember yeah. that stuff brand new as well, and thinking they were funny. <laughs> they were. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but not not buying the records, not being like like a fan, just thinking, oh, those videos are funny. You know, I'd, I'd watch MTV for for all of it, for all that stuff. Yep. But it wasn't until Back to the Future with that cassette tape that said Edward Van Halen, hearing that 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 riff, and then being like, man, I I got to get into this Van Halen, and then. And then uh, went to the store, and then the, the next new record was uh, uh, 5150. And they had 5150 and uh, Eat and Smile side by side on display. I bet. And I went, I went right for the Van Halen. I'm like, any, this is mini mo, catch no. a tiger by its toe. <laughs> no, there was none of that. I'm like, Van Halen. So, so I've always been total team Van Halen, Roth solo. It's good, but it's not as exciting to me. As I, I get it. I mean, Van Halen. The, the one thing I will say is I remember when um when Eat uh, Eat 'em and Smile when uh, Yankee Rose premiered on MTV. 
you know, how old was I? So I was nine, I think. Yep. And I remember being a nine-year-old thinking like, this is awesome. You know, like a cool video. And I remember walking, I was like, do those pants have to have, are those, is, are his butt cheeks out? You know, <laughs> <laughs> The beginning of the video, they're like in the face of the camera. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> it was just so cool. It was like, you couldn't get more, more, you know, at that, like that era rock and roll than that was. Um, it was so cool. And, and again, you know, my mm-hmm. mindset was like, this is awesome. We got the oh, the guy that was in Van Halen has his own stuff out now. And you know, what's going on? It was just, it was cool. You know? well, yeah. Jay, Johnny and I were talking about it on Wednesday when I, I, I was eight, nine years old as well. And when I saw back to the future, I had the 5150 tape and I thought that was like an instrumental of get up. Oh, really? Yeah. Because of the name, the name Get Up, you know, he's getting out of bed. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the... He's using the Steinberger guitar on Get it. Up. Um, I mean, at, at eight years old, you know, you're not that savvy when it comes to music. Oh, but... oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Look at this guy. Well, get up, think get up, get to work. Yeah. <laughs> if you think you're an idiot, listen to this. When MTV Lindy, first... yes. Yes, Lindy. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. There you go, Lindy. Um, when MTV really started kicking in, I, I was obsessed with music videos. I'm sure we all were. And it was oh, about yeah. the time. Yeah. It was about the time, you know, I got my Fisher price rate, uh, uh, radio, Jesus Christ, my Fisher price, um, record player, record player. the orange you know? one. Yeah. The orange yeah. one. I had the red one. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, you know, my mom would take me to, I forget what the, it's like, in Illinois, there was like Osco and, and Jewel or something, Jewel of Osco, whatever the hell the store was. And, um, you know, we'd get every once in a while, she'd take me to get a 45 of like, you know, a hit single that was out or whatever. And yeah. um, I remember like Shake It Up <laughs> in the Cars, that. you know? Oh, yeah. But I remember like having a, a, a handful of 45s and, you know, it always had the time of the, you know, three minutes, 43 seconds or whatever. Dude, I thought that was the time of day that they were playing that video of that song. <laughs> so you think you're an idiot? I was a def- I was definitely an idiot. <laughs> so I I sit in front of the TV. Okay, three forty three. Is that PM or AM? Hmm. And I it would this, the video wouldn't come on, and I'd be like, "What is happening?" We got a smart so, one here. Nah, yeah, my, we- I'm sure my mom was like, "Should I tell him?" Nah, nah. That's what I'm sitting in front of the TV like an idiot. We we didn't have cable back then when I was that age, but my grandma did, and we used to always go over to her house on Sunday for dinner. And she had one of those big TVs that like sat on the floor and was like all oak, and it looked like a yeah. piano with the screen on it. Mm-hmm. And we would sit on the floor and watch MTV for hours, just soaking it in. And I think eventually we got cable, probably when I was about twelve or thirteen. Um, mm-hmm. but memories of MTV when I was a kid was always at my grandma's, you know, and my older brother was there schooling us on who this was and where they're from and what songs they sang. Um, you know, it was, it was experience for sure. Memorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to put my Spider-Man pajamas on and try to do the Michael Jackson dances. Oh yeah. The one with <laughs> yeah. the plastic uh, on the feet, the white oh, yeah. plastic, like little knobs. Are you sliding around the linoleum in the kitchen? 
uh, to be seven years old again. Yep. Make sure you're wearing underwear when you zip that bad boy up. (laughs) Ouch. Yeah. Man. Um, Let's see. Yeah, Lindy Lynch, thank you so much. Yeah, so it looks like we'll do a couple giveaways. We'll do the uh, the pop, and then she's got a book, book as well. <laughs> I remember, uh, you know, Michael Jackson was one of my early music memories, and having no idea that uh, Eddie played the solo on "Beat It." I mean, I don't think I knew that until I was like twelve or thirteen years old. I well, knew I that. I didn't know it till I picked up a guitar magazine and read it, you know, when I was like, I mean, six years later, maybe. Now, my brother told me, so I knew I knew basically instantly. And I remember watching the Beat It video when it premiered. Where's Eddie Van Halen? Oh, man. I was I was like, where's Eddie? I thought he was. Gonna- yeah, I might have to change my whole history of how I got into Van Halen now, because now I'm thinking because I because I, th- I had Thriller. Yeah, I had that. That came out in '82. Oh, '82. Yeah. yeah, I had that. When did the I remember Beat the music come out? Probably '83. Probably, um, but I I remember that video. I remember that solo, and I remember knowing who that was. Yeah, so maybe you got to so, rethink your whole uh, Van so history here. My whole life, yeah. This whole this whole Johnny Bean TV's been a lie. <laughs> we delete all the videos, Johnny. You got to start from scratch. Uh. Square one with Van Halen. Yeah, Thursdays at eight. Oh, eight now. <laughs> Stephen, nineteen eighty-two. Beat it. Hey, look at that. That's great to hear. Oh, I thought he said they're doing well. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. I hope they are doing well. Thank you, Stephen Franklin. I have not heard from them. I don't know. But I hope they are. I hope they're doing well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, we hope they're doing well. Yeah, Leo Safko says, No monk said Eddie refused any money for that. Now, you know, could you imagine him going back and be like, Hey, you know, how about a, you know, half a point or, a point on this song for me doing the solo yeah you know holy cow i don't know if he refused money i just don't think he i think he just did it as a favor yeah yeah he might not even been offered because right. who would turn down money like hey i'm you know we'll give you a couple grand to do a solo nah and according to steve lukather michael jackson wasn't even around when eddie came in and did that but wasn't isn't there Conflicting and he stories. rearranged the song without Michael knowing it. Yeah, and uh, they had to tell him, "Hey, Eddie rearranged the song to, you know, work with the solo." And um, I think what Steve Lukather said is, Eddie didn't even bring an amp. He just brought his guitar, his fifty-one fifty, and uh, he did the solo on a Fender uh, amp. Oh, I think. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> it sounds like Eddie Van Halen. Johnny Fender amp. <laughs> Fender amp, yeah. But no, it would have been the, the Frankenstein. Because that was recorded in 82. Yeah. That was before Kramer. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know what he's. Say... Sorry, go ahead. I don't know what he's amp he's using, but I've oh, I've oh, that's one of my favorite solos. That's one of my favorite guitar tones he's ever done. There's a certain harmonic in that song, and every time I hear that, I always listen. Like I'll always check out like anybody that does a cover of that solo, like on YouTube or whatever, or live or whatever. I'll always listen to it, and they never, never nail it. It's like Eddie was the only one who ever got that harmonic. Yeah, and it's it's like so cool. Oh, it's, it's it and is a great solo. According um, to Steve, his the rhythm track that he did had a lot more gain and a little bit more effects, and they had him tone it down because um, they said it was too too like metalish. Hmm. Well, Keith Campbell said they rented a Marshall bass man or bassman, whatever. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, because didn't uh, Lukather said that Eddie was like because I guess the solo part was just. Um, dead. Was it just um the one progression? Was it dead end, dent, dead end, dent? They were gonna have yep. him solo that without the change. Like, wait a minute, yeah. let's take the chord progression from, you know, and I'll I'll so make it move around and make it more interesting. Yeah. So and it's cool that that they were open. You know, Quincy obviously had to okay that, and the fact that Michael didn't flip his lip. You know, Michael probably came back in and was like, "Wow, that <laughs> that makes a lot more sense." <laughs> makes it a lot cooler doing it like that and they had to redo the uh steve or jeff Picaro had to redo the drum track because they spliced up the original tape and apparently he did it with a set of headphones on listening to to the tracks that they did and re-recorded it what a great drum he's an animal yeah see nowadays johnny you know this with with digital you know audio recording and stuff like that it's so it's way easier you know, you can record anything in any order. And, you know, it's a lot. Back then, you know, you had to be good. To Timing, be to yeah. Track drums on top of everything else, under, you know, everything else underneath. Yeah, but it, back then it wasn't just the musicians. It was the engineer. It was the producer. They all had to be good to yeah. be able to, to, because they were working with tape. Now... You can you can just fly stuff around. You can record a million takes. You can you know uh, uh, comping is much yep. easier now than it was then. It's very where, too easy now, actually. Where basically, and I've told you guys this. I mean, this is the truth. A lot of this, a lot of professional uh, commercial music you hear really is not real. It's no. like. Paste, it's all cut and pasted together from like several different takes and several different versions. Back then, it, it was you know they, they were they were doing some of that then, but it wasn't nearly as much as as, as nowadays. Santa Cruz thirty six hundred. He's he's asking where I got that info. Um, Steve Lukather yeah. did an interview. He says it sounds all wrong. I've listened to it like three times. Right. Hmm. Uh, also in the interview to be a fly on the wall steve said that steve lukather a couple guys from toto michael jackson and paul mccartney all jammed in the studio and they were tracking some of it not for the album but they were just jamming with paul mccartney yeah paul mccartney <laughs> jay's favorite what do you mean i'm joking 
You ever see that clip of um oh, I forget what it's from, but you know there's that theory or uh, whatever you want to call it that Stevie Wonder isn't exactly like blind as a bat. He yeah, may he may be legally blind. Um, and there's there's a few people that have come out and said, "No, nah, he he can see a little bit." Um, there's really? that clip of uh, oh yeah, uh, Shaquille O'Neal um said it. Uh, who's um who's the other basketball player? John Sally, um, came out and said it. And there's that clip of um, there was some like all star music concert thing going on, and all these musicians are jamming on stage like the very end of the concert and Paul McCartney is running across the front of the stage. Right. And Stevie wonders at like the edge, like if you're, if you're on the stage, so he's stage left, right. Stevie wonder. And he's standing in front of a microphone or whatever. And he's doing his thing. He's singing. McCartney bumps the mic stand. That's in, and it's, you know, it's not like it's quiet. It's loud. There's a whole band playing. The crowd's going nuts. McCartney bumps the mic stand. Stevie Wonder, glove save and a beauty, just grabs it as it's falling over. <laughs> oh my gosh! You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. As soon as I'll I saw that, I was out. like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" You know. So who knows? Who knows? Huh? So, yeah, Santa Cruz. Some of the some of the drums on um, Michael Jackson stuff is um, is a drum machine, but I mean, you can tell the difference between the live drums and the drum machine Jeff back. get the um i i bought it when it first came out there's a thriller special edition on itunes yes where it actually there's a bunch of demos and and yeah, you can thr hear thriller was basically toto it was jeff Picaro, steve lukather steve Picaro, david pace you know david pace did um all the piano and keyboard stuff um is it humans being or uh humans name human nature <laughs> um you know those guys were all session musicians that just happened to be in a band together yeah yeah yeah, yeah you want to be starting something that's a drum machine yep yep yeah that reminds me i still have to listen to that uh what song who was it was that steve carmichael who was that you who was that? We were talking that one that one day on one of these shows, and you said something about how there's a there's an ET song out there that isn't official. Hmm. I'm gonna have to listen to that. Was it Neil Diamond or something? Who was talking about that? <laughs> I still have to hear it. And don't you wish there was um video footage of Eddie tracking that solo? Man. Oh, could you, Jay, could you imagine yeah. you being a fly on the wall d during that, just watching all that go down? Imagine being the engineer sitting there recording it. Damn. Mm -hmm. Steve Carmichael, was that you? Who was that talking about the E.T. song? Somebody in the chat, for some reason, we were talking about that on one of these shows. It was like a week ago or something. Yo, yeah. Of, uh, you want to be starting something? There's a. I don't know if it's the majority of them, but there's live a live concert, and I don't know what tour it's on. It might be on the Thriller tour. It might be on the Bad tour. I forget. But 
they start playing, want to be starting something, and, and they, you know, it's the real band behind them. And the drummer just comes in. It's they're floating. <laughs> I'm like, holy! <laughs> you know, not only not only singing it, but like, the, imagine dancing that fast to it. I, if I'm Mike, I saw it there. So, what are you doing? They're all on new Coke. <laughs> yeah. Or Pepsi. Yeah. It makes more sense fire. if they were all on, on new on Coke, but on fire. Yeah. That's where they were. Pe- Pepsi was Pepsi was on fire. <laughs> you wanna be starting something? Do you get to be Float. Oh yeah, Jeannie must be watching um because she just sent me Stevie Wonders Not Blind slow verification videos. <laughs> oh so, yep. Yeah, Larry Larry says goes to prove that uh tones in your fingers and he wanted to know what year that basement was. Um I could find out. I'll 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 do some research. Uh I'll re-listen to that Luke at their interview. I'll also find out the those two other songs that uh supposedly Sammy worked on. Um, we can talk about them on another show. Yeah, Hell yeah. Turn on the heart light. That's a great song. Oh, my mom. You've heard that? That's a song I've never heard. You go. What is it? Neil Diamond. Is it, it's Neil Diamond. Yeah, that's Neil Diamond. That's a song he got sued for. That's a song that he wrote about ET. Yeah, in the movie. That's one of his biggest. Turn on your finger light. But it's not official. Who got Turn sued? on the hot light. Right? Eating Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Make it shine wherever you go. Wait, who got sued, Johnny? Neil Diamond got sued? Well, I don't know. Else? Like it, It's a Neil Diamond song that was about E.T., but it wasn't official. It wasn't in the movie. I don't know the story about it. Maybe John Biel knows. Let's just make up Don't a story. My mom was big Neil Diamond fan, my mom. So we always, we didn't like him. I liked, I liked him. Well, then James Waddles and Giggling was performing the meanest tuck move since the... <laughs> Great show, boys. Thank you, Boner Jams. Yeah, we got we got almost jazz. 100 watching right Boner now. Jazz. Have us talking about ET and uh tuck moves and Neil stuff. Diamond. Yeah. And Neil, Neil Diamond. Diamond. If there's yeah. 100 people in here, we need more people. We need more people to type hashtag #win in the chat. Well, yeah, I want to win something here because we're giving away an Eddie Van Halen Funko Pop. Pop. We're giving one of these away right here. This this is mine, but this could be yours. We're giving one of these away tonight. It's true. So Mad Dog says, uh, Eddie went to visit Michael Jackson after Wolfie was born, and Michael thought he brought him a present. <laughs> what? I never heard that. Oh my God. Oh, that's horrible. That's terrible. Thanks, Eddie. What? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I probably should read. I probably should have should have read the whole thing before I read it out loud. You know? Yeah. Where were you on that one? Yeah. <laughs> I need a um. 
never mind. Somebody to proofread. <laughs> well, hey, while we're on the topic of Eddie Van Halen, <laughs> so, Jeannie, we need some um, latency between Jay's uh, audio. Is there really? No, we need it a little delay. What's the latency between the brain and the mouth? <laughs> it's, it's too much. Ooh, yeah. Oh, is that yours? No. Wait, which one is that? That. That's the one with that's... the fake, uh, the fake top one hundred. Yeah, the BS top one hundred. But it's a good magazine. Yeah, I know. It's like you look at this, and you're like, "Oh, hundred greatest guitar players of all time." Eddie Van Halen's in the cover. Um, that's obviously yeah. the reissue, right? But you're looking through it, you're expecting to see. Him Eddie Van one. Halen at like, all right, he's not one. All right, I, I maybe I, three. Yeah, I don't agree with it, but I get the argument. You got Hendrix at one. All right, you know I'm not going to argue. And then you go to number two, and you're like Clapton. You're like, hmm. okay, Clapton's great, but he shouldn't be number two. Okay, it's cool. Eric Clapton by Eddie Van Halen. Um. Wow. And then you go to three, and you're like, "Wait a minute, what's what's going on here? Where where the hell is the king?" Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Now we're getting into like taking. Well, wait, what? is that top one hundred? Meaning number one hundred's the best? Yeah, I know. At this point, you're like, "Hmm, mm. is it going, is it going backwards?" Always a skip. And then it's ah. like, "Whoa, back five? BB <laughs> King six? Oh, where? Oh, there he is, rip, ripping a sharton right there. Oh <laughs> gosh! <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like eight, Eddie Van Halen number eight, after Chuck Berry, or a couple after Chuck Berry. It's a joke. Yeah, I mean that's that's BS. I'll be back in two seconds. Actually, it's RS. I mean, I don't know, and I get it. This is this is right. Isn't this one person's list, or is it? How did they make this list? I, I maybe I should know. go back and read that. It probably says in there, like on the first page, it probably says this was a stupid list. This is a shitty list. Yeah. Um, Oh, with the cool thing is, I guess about. So. They have a um. <clears throat> standing near a superhero, they have a little write-up, by a bunch of other, guitar players about Eddie. So Steve Vai, mm -hmm. does one. Um. And then. You got Gene Simmons. Joe Satriani. Tony Iommi, Tom Morello, all they all of them do like a little write up about you know Eddie's playing and you know how he inspiration you know in, inspired them and all that other stuff. That's um, cool. Yeah. Is is he the only one that gets a, a an article like that? Well, yeah, because this is the article or this is the issue that came out after Eddie passed away. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, it's that one. Yeah, I said it was the okay, reissue. I have that yeah. one. I ha oh, I had that yeah. one. I had that mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Okay. I think I think I have the original 
one that that you know the original one where it came out with the the top guitar players without all the extra Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, there's one from there's one from several years back where it had that cover. Yeah, is it like late '90s, early 2000s, right? Mm. Maybe early to no, mid. I, I, I think I think it's 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 more recent than that. I, I think it's within the past like five years. Well, it should it should say it on here when this when it originally. Uh... Yeah, so there's cool. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that. That's that picture. That's yep. a great one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all the all the different Rolling Stones. Okay. I, yeah, I remember that one. What year is that one, Jay? Public. What, dude? What year? What's the year on that? Well, this is the one that came out in uh. Twenty one. Yeah, I'm guessing. Twenty. Twenty. The end of one twenty two twenty one. Bob, somebody's Should calling say, to argue with me about something. Right here. I don't have that. Yeah, you guys have the <laughs> a reissue of a special edition. Yeah. So you have the reissue of that one. My my barcode is on the back. Eh. Yeah, so I guess I have the um to accept, press one. Hello? Oh, <laughs> thank you. You don't want none of this. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I don't even think Vi is Vi even on this list. I don't even know if he is. Jack uh -huh. White. <laughs> and I mean, there's there's different ways to hell yeah, James Hetfield, eighty-seven. There's different ways to, you know, rank greatest guitar players. Are you talking about your favorite? Are you talking about inspirational? Are you talking about the best guitarist technique-wise or skill-wise? Of all you know? time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to me, that, that, that should be, uh, you know, how many hits, how many albums, you know, who they influenced. Hello? Hey Johnny, Curtsy. Hey Kurt, with a C. Um, let's just say it's Elton John this time. I'll, I'll say it's I'm Elton John. Oh, hey Elton. Yeah. Um, hey, Jay's got that book. It looks like Kurt with a K does too. Is Neil is Neil Sean on the top one hundred? Just oh. curious. Hey, you. Uh, you want to start from the back? I'll start from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, after, after we do this, after we do this for Kurt, it says how assembled this list, the voters. So we'll we'll have to fire off some boogers at those people. Curtis Mayfield with the season here. You say they're looking. Who? Curtis Mayfield. I'm watching. There's a little. No, bit who does he want again? Not bad. Yeah, Neil Sean. Uh, Neil Sean. Kurt Cobain with the K. <laughs> Neil Sean from Journey. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. These lists, li lists like this are always ridiculous. I mean, Keith Richards, yeah, he had a cool group, no. but come on. Nada. I mean, he, no. he just played chords. And it's a, I mean, Neil, I, I dig him. He's Neil is not watch. in there. Neil Young no is Neil. in there, and that's it. 
Neil mm. Schoen is not in that uh, list. Neil Schoen's not in there either. God, I would burn that. I would burn that book in a ritual. You I can't because Eddie Van Halen's it. in it. I'd put a $5 bill on it and burn it with whiskey and gasoline. Not with Eddie Van Halen on it. <laughs> you can yeah, take no his song. pages out. <laughs> Jay, go to page uh, 84. 84? <laughs> 85. You know, I, I, I was just curious because whether it's that book or uh, most lists, they're just <laughs> they're, they're silly. But anyway, saw, you got a you got a bunch of twenty five year olds <laughs> making the list, and I'm seeing the Chuck Berry. There he is. Oh my god, oh my that god. dude! He's back on Chuck Berry. <laughs> Film and chicks taking a shit. I mean that it happened. It, it happened. <laughs> Well, it's not some urban myth. It happened. I'm old and I'm 56. I'm old enough to remember when it went down. No pun intended. It's in oh, hey now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyway, have a, I'm watching great show, Johnny. I'm out. Thank you, man. All right. Bye bye. So it says, we assembled a panel of top guitarists and other experts experts, to rank their favorites and explain what separates the legends from everybody else. So they got Trey Anastasio, whoever that is, Dan Auerbach from the Black Keys, Brian Bell from Weezer. Well, you know he picked Eddie. Richie Blackmore from Deep Purple. Probably picked Eddie. Uh, Carl Bromied from My Morning Jacket. Didn't pick Eddie, I'm sure. James Burton, have no idea. Jerry Cantrell, Allison Chains, probably picked Eddie. Yep. Gary Clark Jr. Um, Billy Corgan, probably picked Eddie. Yep. Steve Crocker. Cropper, I'm know. sorry. Steve Cropper. Steve Cropper. I, I met Steve Cropper. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, from uh, Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers Band. Oh, okay. He's the one Dave who wrote, Davies what's that Kings? one song? Dave Davies from the Kinks. Mm-hmm. You think he picked Eddie Van Halen? Yeah. You know how much money he made him? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Anthony DeCurtis. He's a contributing editor for Rolling Stone. Probably didn't pick Eddie Van Halen. Lame sauce. Tom, Tom DeLong from Blink 182. What do you think? Did he pick Eddie? Maybe. Rick Derringer. I don't know. Probably that's, didn't pick that's Eddie. That's um, Luther Dickinson from North Mississippi All Stars, whoever that is. Rick Derringer and Eddie played Eddie together North. at an AM show one year. Oh, well, maybe he picked Eddie. But I mean, there's a bunch of bands on here that I can't see him picking Eddie Van Halen, like North Mississippi All Stars, The Cars, The Eagles, uh, the senior writer from Rolling Stone, um, Kirk Hammett from Metallica, probably picked Eddie Van Halen, probably picked himself. Hmm. No, he's not even in here. James Hetfield is. <laughs> that's got to be funny. When you're the lead guitarist in one of the biggest bands ever, yeah. and the rhythm guitarist slash singer gets on that list, and you don't. <laughs> that's a bitch slap of truth. Yep. Uh, David Frick from, the Rolling, from Rolling Stone. He didn't pick Eddie Van Halen. The dude from The Strokes. Almond Brothers, um, Los Lobos, definitely didn't pick Eddie Van Halen. My Morning Jacket again. The Doors. Mm. Alex Lifeson from Rush, 
I don't know if he was a huge Eddie Van Halen fan. Um, e Street Band, Motley Crue, Built the... Oh, yeah, Mick Mars was on there. Not on the list. He's in the voters. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brian May, Pete Townsend. No. Um, Brian May, like Collins. Eddie. Brian May would have picked Eddie. A number of yeah. played together. Mike McCready, actually, he wrote the, the one of the articles on Eddie. I think the... Which ball? When Eddie's uh thing right here. I believe, yeah. This one is by Mike McCready from Pearl Jam. Yep. So, you know, I think, didn't he play a part of Eruption at a Pearl Jam concert one time or something? He did. And we're going to be doing a Pearl Jam show starring Genie Thursdays at 8. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> so, but I mean, here's the thing. It's like, you know, I, I can understand how maybe a lot of, um, you know, maybe the, some of the older players at the time when Eddie hit, hit the scene were probably just like, oh, that's just speed and flash. And a lot of it was probably like, crap, why didn't I think of that? You know what I mean? They see this young, yeah. <laughs> They see this young kid just come out of the gates, just burning shit down, man. Like anything you know about guitar, forget it, because this is what everyone's going to want to start doing. So a lot of it is probably, you know, a lot of players at that time were probably a little like, I don't want to say jealous, but a little like, man, you know, holy cow. No one's going to care what I'm doing anymore. He, 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 he blew all those dudes away, man. Yeah. With what mm -hmm. they were all doing. They instantly became old. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. A lot of it was probably jealousy, you know, a lot of those players. Whoa. So. I mean, I, what, am I, am I glitching out? <clears throat> a little bit. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, there's no other guitar player that. You know, we talk about um, inspiring a whole new generation of, of, of players changing the game of guitar. I mean, he was the last guitarist to actually completely re like re-revolutionize guitar playing. Mm -hmm. So... Anybody else want to piggyback that, or are we just gonna, you know, <laughs> stare at each other? <laughs> I've, uh, myself, I don't, I don't really. Yeah, I think Jay, uh, you're right. He did. Um, he almost paved a new path. Um, and I think there was a lot of people that either copied him or were after him, as far as you know, wanting to be as good as him. And um, unfortunately, I don't think there was a lot that could keep up with his momentum. And there might have been a little bit of animosity or jealousy going on back then, too, that could have taken place with some of the people that were involved in taking this poll. Who knows? Because wasn't, wasn't Neil, Neil Sean, wasn't he one of the ones that said in an interview that, like, when he first saw Eddie doing the tapping, he was like, son of a bitch. And then yep. he went home, picked up a guitar, and he's like, fuck, why didn't I think of this? Like, 
It's so, <laughs> you know, when you look at it, you're like, that makes so that makes so much sense. Why why wouldn't anybody yeah. do that? You know, right. and, I'm, and nobody's saying that Eddie, even Eddie said it. He's like, I'm sure I wasn't the first person to tap, but you know, once he started doing it, you know, everybody started doing it. Yeah, Tom Schultz copied his tapping uh live and Eddie confronted him about it. Did he? On that yeah. first tour? Yep. Or whatever? Yep. Really? What did, what did he say? Yeah. Like, th- this is my stick. Like, well, come on, man. What are you doing? We're trying to, you know, become big just like you are. Like, do your own thing. Wow. Yeah. Well, I guess it mm-hmm. makes sense that that Alex was, there you go, that Alex yeah. was telling him, dude, turn around. Don't let anybody steal your shit. <laughs> you know? Because remember, back then, when when people heard Eruption and the earlier Van Halen stuff, there wasn't videos on the internet or VHS is rolling around of him doing it. So every, most people were like, what the hell is he doing? Mm-hmm. Nobody knew what he was doing. They knew he was doing something crazy. But, you know, for anybody that was playing guitar and not like an intermediate or professional at the time, I mean, I remember watching live at a net and, why, you know, after I started playing guitar, I mean, I was watching it before I was playing guitar, but once I started playing guitar, I would sit there and, and watch what he was doing. I'm like, oh, oh, and I'd go grab my guitar, you know, the pull-offs and, you know, the dive bomb, and then the, they're picking up with the harmonic on the way up, like things like that. I had no idea what he was doing before that. And then once I like started playing guitar and realized, I was like, oh my God. So before, you know, think of non-guitarists when they heard that stuff, they're probably just like, what the hell is this guy doing? Right. Yeah. 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 Watching Eddie do the pull-offs with the dive bomb, um, that was a game changer. Seeing that on live without a net, because I don't think a lot of people knew how he was doing it until it was mm-hmm. actually documented. Yeah. Yeah, and see, we're lucky growing up with live without a net because I had that first. I think. I think I had that, and then I started playing the guitar. Or I started playing right before that. Maybe I started mm-hmm. playing. Well, I don't know. I'd have to look. In, John Biel, when did Live Without a Net come out? John Biel, when did Johnny start playing guitar? <laughs> John Biel, how come I can't hear you? Well, it this aired has been a, a, a shtick for years. It aired in 88, right? I think 87. Oh. Aired it on, aired on Cinemax or, or Showtime? Showtime? No, I thought it was, it was on MTV. It was on. It was on uh, cable, H- HBO or Showtime. Oh. No. Give me a second. I'm. I'm looking at, it up. At the very end talk. of the video, it says, "Um, 1988. Yes, up. Uh, whatever. You know, on the bottom little scroller when you watch like the video on YouTube. So they might have released it in video, but maybe it was it aired." on HBO in 87. I think it came out in 87. Probably. I remember I remember I remember taping lived in New Jersey and that would have been uh we lived there in from 80 86 to crap. 
December of 88. So it says November 86 is when it was released. So late 86. Released late November 86. Yeah, Jeannie just sent me a screenshot. <clears throat> Jeannie, come on. Okay. on. Come on. on. <laughs> so that means oh. I already had that. And then I started playing guitar after that. Because I, I did start playing until 87. But because of having that that home video, that's how I knew learned all that stuff just by watching that all the time. So why? So why when you watch the video on YouTube or whatever it is, at the very end after the credits on the bottom it says nineteen uh, credit whatever the hell it is nineteen eighty eight yes up uh, was it productions or whatever the hell they're um. Uh, Production company or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I had it before 88 because <clears throat> I saw the Van Halen in 88. And I, I remember already knowing Live Without a Net frontwards and backwards when I went and saw them. Mm. And I remember standing in line to get tickets for that show in 88. And they were playing over the speakers live without a net yeah it was recorded it's, in august and yeah. they released it in november it august says so on the back of our shirts <laughs> august 27th i mean it's such a not even not just a great um video but the audio is even awesome on that thing like everything about that that home record that that video is is a live performance is great yeah. And Wayno, I played wiffle ball as well to probably 5150 and OU812 till the wee hours of the night when I was a kid as well in the backyard. Did your mom I, did your mom send away for the wiffle ball rules, the official wiffle ball rules? My mom stayed in the house where she belonged, Jay. Oh wow. Damn. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, no, she she let us stay up, but my dad put up floodlights in the backyard. Um, so we could play wiffle ball all night, you know. No, uh, I'm, I said, did your mom send away for the wiffle ball, the official wiffle ball rules? That's what I no, said. No, uh, Is that I didn't know there was official rules. Yep, there was. They showed you how to how to um, mark the field and all this stuff and certain lines, and it was cool, man. We used paper plates as uh, bases, white paper With rocks plates. on top of them. Yeah. Yep. Or you throw a rock in the wiffle ball so you can make it curve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many broken bats did you go through? Oh yeah. <laughs> Good times. The third one today, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> go back to seven eleven, get another one. <laughs> yeah, they had the cardboard box the with just all of them stuck in the hole. It was the best, man. How yeah, did you, you got not one buy ball? One? One yeah. ball with every bat. Mm -hmm. All right. Enough sports talk. We're losing Johnny quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh come on. You never played wiffle ball, Johnny? I don't know what that is. Is that the thing with, with the, the things with the points on them? <laughs> I have no idea All what right. that is. Moving on. All right. So we have two drawings tonight Ooh. Ooh. first one 
the pop Funko, Eddie Van Halen. And then uh, Lindy, our friend Lindy Lynch in the chat ha has offered us a book. Oh, cool. The, the Eruption book, the Brad Tillinsky, Chris Gill book. So what, Daryl Thompson? No, you can't. You. <laughs> Cameron Brown just sent me this. Since you were talking about Stevie Wonder. Oh, is that a camera? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I told you I saw him on the escalator at Nam one year. Did he see and you? He was, he was riding up the escalator, and he, yeah. he has, you know, he has a guy on each side. You know, they help him around. And his glasses fell off. And so he went down, he picked him up and put him back on. See? Told you. He might be legally blind, but I don't think he's like, you know, <clears throat> blind as uh, as they as he says he is. I don't know. Yeah, Cameron wins tonight's meme. I don't know. But, all right, this is your last chance. Hashtag win. You got to put it in the chat here on YouTube or on Facebook. And I just got a, somebody just WhatsApped me the hashtag. That doesn't work. I just got your your WhatsApp. I saw someone the other the other show too put put it in the comments after the show. <laughs> Daryl, Daryl, you got to put it in the chat. There it is, right, right there. That's wiffle ball. Okay, I I remember those things. Yeah, oh. yeah. It's like it's just baseball, right? Yeah, but at the wiffle okay. ball, you could throw mean, wicked, wicked curves. Oh man, if it was cold out and you get hit in the leg, it would just leave a stinger. <laughs> if you had my dad behind it during during a baseball or little league season when I was a kid, he wouldn't let me play wiffle ball during while while um, baseball season was happening because it said you're throwing your timing off. You're swinging that light bat. And you're going to practice or a game, and you're swinging a heavy bat. You screw yourself up. Yeah, but that bat's like that thin, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, those are those balls. You you hit them. You like hit them like super hard, and they bear. They like go up, and they start going like the other direction, right? Yeah, they fly off the bat, and then they slow down, and then you know. <laughs> How many entries do we have, Johnny? And which which one are we doing first? The um... fifty. We got fifty entries. Yep. Uh, how should we do this? All right, let's let's. Okay, Lindy Lynch has offered us the 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 eruption book. We'll we'll draw for that first, and then we'll draw for the pop. Okay, you guys. Here, let me share. There we go. So Lindy Lynch has offered us that book. Thank you so much, Lindy Lynch. Yeah, Lindy. So very cool. So, to, so tonight we'll we'll have two winners. Yeah, badminton was fun too, man. You set up the little net in the backyard with those tiny little rackets and the what do they call them? The shuttlecock. The shuttlecock. Shuttle yeah, you like the suck. Yeah, um, those are those things I was talking about with the point. Kurt, get that get that thing out of your mouth. It's not a real. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Walking around. With it. Get that thing out of your shuttle mouth. Yeah. Stop sitting on it, for Christ's sake! <laughs> I fell on it. It's fair. Yeah, 
If Lindy wins the book, <laughs> she can just keep it. Yeah. You save on shipping there, Lindy. All right. You guys ready? Yes. Okay. This is for the book. Thank you again to Lindy Lynch. Here we go. How do you do this? <laughs> oh, wow. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah, let me check my list. <laughs> I think he won something last week, didn't he? He won the last giveaway. He got pissed he? because I, I, don't I thought know. he won the last. I thought he won the one before it. He won the last giveaway that he'll get next year. Yeah. Did R2, did you win recently? I don't know. I don't have him listed here. I've got a whole list going back to December. Well, there you go. He won then. Screw it. All right. You win. Lindy says, sure. All right. Lindy Lynch, R2R3 Locking Nut is the winner of the book. Wait a second. Is he here, though? I don't know. I thought you had to be here. Well, I think you just you just have to contact me. So if if you if you don't, if you don't even contact me, then it just voids. Oh, so we got to redo it. I don't know. <laughs> um. I don't know. Congratulations. All right, so R2 is the winner, and if he happens to, to let me know, then uh, then he wins. All right, now for the... <laughs> what's, the what's the time frame we're looking at? If he, does, if he doesn't let you know by um, what, next next week's show? We'll do yeah. another drawing? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a St. Patrick's miracle. He won. <laughs> yeah, who's going to win the shuttlecock? <laughs> Signed by Sponsored by Chuck Berry. <laughs> there he is, R two R three. He's in the chat. I won. Yo, you won. I won. I won. I won. All right, you won. You won the book. Hot damn tonight. You won the book. So R two contact. Send me a, a WhatsApp or whatever. Let me know where to send and lindy i'll send lindy your info and you will get the eruption book man I, my allergies are kicking in my eyes are itching my nose is running <laughs> shuttlecock god i'm more shuttlecock <laughs> yeah all right you won so i'm, I'm gonna put your name down here r2 r3 <laughs> what is name? it locking nut <laughs> yeah. what's in it <laughs> who came up with all the right, name shuttlecock you think they regretted right. it later no we're gonna have all these people calling this thing a cock they're probably giggling <laughs> mancuda came up with the name of it oh man okay all right now for the uh for the funko pop right here Hashtag shuttlecock i want to win that <laughs> shuttle pop <laughs> All right. Where's the thing? Okay, it's up here. All right, here we go.
Nice. Is Scott Hold on. Grant. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a he's a Cubs fan, obviously. So maybe he's from Chicago. He's if he's a Cubs fan, he's probably a Bears fan. So there you oh, go. Boy. I feel your pain. Scott Grant. All right, I've got his name down. Oh wait, it's March. It's not February anymore. Hang on. It turned into March since the last time. Let me put March. Marching to Mars. Yeah, I'm. I'm making. I'm making a list of. Uh, Checking it twice Santa, for Santa Claus. Yeah. All Are right, Scott this? Grant, you're the winner of the Funko Pop. Congratulations, Scott. So send me your info. Send me your info. There we go. Scott, are you here still? Let's wait for Scott to respond. <laughs> See if he's in the chat. Man, we got a lot of people in here. It says Scott Grant's in the participants, but he could be... Uh... In the restroom. Hmm. Sorry about your loss, CC. Huh? What happened? I think. Um, I don't know. I saw before. I think. Uh, let's see. Where'd it go? I think one of CC's grandparents passed away or something again i should probably read before i comment (laughs) his wife's grandmother okay thank you genie somebody's paying attention tonight and it's not me (laughs) cc all of our all of our uh best best all of our thoughts thoughts. best wishes (laughs) Um, yeah. So, hey, Scott Grant, if you happen to hear this, you're the winner. Send me your info. Get a hold of me. There's a phone number uh, in the description of all these videos. Text me. And I will get that out. Right on. If not, Killian's getting it. Huh? (laughs) If not, Killian's getting it. Yeah, he will. And, And R2R3, send me your info. I will get that to Lindy Lynch. For the book so yeah oh yeah there you are grant there, there, there he is he says wow there you are man text me your info there's the numbers right down there on the screen next to jay jay point this way there we go there's a phone number right there text me your info text me oh. where to send and you will get this awesome what if he lives in um you know pango pango yeah <laughs> Forty-seven dollars uh, for shipping. <laughs> oh well. Oh, see, and he likes Cubs and Bears. So, well, Bears. All right. Go Bears. Yeah, he can. <laughs> see, he feels my pain in the, on the uh, football side. Yeah, you've been watching <laughs> the Underwear Olympics. The Underwear Olympics. The Combine. 
Oh no, I actually, dude, I completely forgot that it was that because usually me and my father watch it together, and I, I haven't even, uh, I saw highlights or something of uh, they saw they thought the Ohio State wide receiver ran like a four point two something, yeah, and he he didn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> fastest forty time ever. Oops. Yeah, what's the fastest four point four or something? No, I thought it was like 4.3 something or I forget. Whatever. The Underwear Olympics. That's pretty good. <laughs> Steve Barton. That's right. Any um any any Cubs fan knows who Steve Barton is. He's the one in what was it? Was it 98? The championship series? National League we have Championship. Steve Barton series? here. No, yeah, he won. Steve. Was it 91? No, Steve Barton won something on one of the giveaways we had. Oh, well, who is I know a Steve, Steve Barton. Barton. Yeah. Steve Barton. Steve Bartman. That's right. Bartman. Oh, Bartman. I don't know Steve Bartman. Bartman. Steve Bartman is the one who um reached over and grabbed a uh what what would have been an out. And uh, I don't want to get into the whole thing, but he was like Cubs number one enemy or Cubs fans number one enemy for uh until they won the world series pretty much in 2015 yeah the fan you're saying right yeah or 16 they won it yeah 97 whatever 97 98 whatever and then i think the next play the shortstop made an error yep so actually can blame it on either one yeah i mean but here's the thing i mean you're now that johnny's gone we can talk sports um you're a fan, right? And you yep. have that. Oh, yeah. That's like the spot that you get foul balls, like those corner corner of the outfields. And a ball comes to you, you know, like how ever since you're a kid going to going to game, I never caught a foul ball at a baseball game. I caught him in uh, batting practice. That was it. Yeah. See, I never got early enough to be it to go to batting practice, but you can understand balls coming. You're you're not really looking. Oh, can he? Is he going to be able to catch that? Uh, right, right. You're just going to try to get get a souvenir, you know. Yep. And you remember the the after that happened, just he's sitting there with his headphones on, just like, if I don't move, nobody will. <laughs> yeah, the death threats yeah. are coming. Yeah. Yeah, I felt bad for him. Yeah. yeah. Was it Moises Alou was the left fielder, right? Oh, I can't remember. I think so. What do I think of Steve Vai's new album? Um, I mean, anybody that watches this show knows that Steve Vai is my number two. Um, but I, you know, there's there's some really obviously kick-ass stuff on that record. But a lot of it is just, it's very Zappa-ish in, in the fact that it's like kind of all over the place. You know, there's not really Johnny... Uh, <laughs> no pressure. Not really. Um, Steve, you, you know, watching? Well, I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have a problem telling this to his face. You know, I own like four of his. <laughs> I own four of his damn guitars. You know, but uh, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's a little too. Um, I like solo guitar music that is structured for the most real song would be you know what i mean i'm not saying you have to 
make it a three and a half minute, you know, radio song. What I'm saying, have parts what? that come back, like have a verse, have a chorus, right? Like, like his older stuff. And I yeah. feel like, yeah, there's some songs on the new album that do that, but a lot of it is just like, you know, Hey, listen, listen to these cool notes I can put together. And again, I don't dislike it. It's just to me, I, I want those melts to come back to kind of, you know, keep you, you know, to hit you. Um, Have you listened and also, to the two? Sorry, Satriani songs. There's two out now. Ooh, the one come out today. Uh, earlier this week. Oh, because I saw I only heard Faceless so far. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Let me get the but other the vibe thing as well. Like a lot of the drums on the new album, they're not real drums, and that that pisses me off. That Steve I doesn't have like real drums and they're very thin sounding, kind of not in the back. They don't they don't hit you in the chest, they're not punchy. Um mm-hmm. and again, I think he's one of those guys that, you know, he produces his own music. You know, there's nobody in there to kind of like, hey, you know, let's, you know, I think he, he might even mix his own music at this point. Right. Which one do you say you listen to already? Faceless? Yeah. Yeah, uh Sahara is the other one. It's pretty good. Oh, so the, it's a the cover or the cover, the um title track then, right? Yeah. Yep. First song. Crap. Yeah, the new Mashuga song, uh who asked about that? I think it's I think it sucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm not a, I'm the the two the two new Mashuga songs that I've heard so far, the two they've released. I'm not a fan. I think the drums sound like ass. Like they um, sound so fake and, and like the downtune snare drum. Like what the hell are they doing? That's a make or break for Jay is uh, the drum sound. Yeah, you're if you're a, if you're Steve I, and you're Mushuga and you're, you know, in popular bands or musicians. I mean, at this point, there's no excuse to have. An album that doesn't sound amazing, you know. Yeah. With with drums that don't sound good or real. Johnny. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Some of the dude. new uh, EVH came out this week and last week. Um, I know Caleb, <laughs> Nerd Halen. He was in the chat earlier. He got his solar. Um, but you played yeah. the Purple Haze. Or. The Purple Days. Purple Days. I don't have the new song on mine yet, dude. My there Spotify doesn't have... Are, are you on Spotify or are you on iTunes or something? iTunes. Uh, maybe he's releasing the song before pre uh, on iTunes first. You want my log on? <laughs> nah, son of a bitch. <laughs> Speaking of Spotify, we're actually on Spotify. This, this whole episode is actually on... We'll be on Spotify later tonight. There it is. Ooh, later tonight, huh? There it is. Yep. Well, dude, you show up. Look. Oh, you were just there. Oh, there ah. it is. yeah. See? <laughs> yeah. Right there. Oh, look at that. Next to Jay Cutler, next to who else? Bill Burr, and then Joe Rogan. Yep. Nice. Yeah, see? Very nice. So uh, 
Yeah, yeah, uh, Kurt. Yeah, last night, uh, last night, I, 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 I got to play one of the brand new EVH uh, 5150 series guitars, the Purple Days, and it. Things sounded things great, by the way. Thank you, man. I like the color. Oh, it looks. They look awesome. Uh, and that was through the brand new uh, 5150 iconic. 112 right it's a 112 i think yes oh you guys are texting no <laughs> but check out check out the video you guys it's in the chat right there yeah leo yeah let yeah let me know we got some people still in here <laughs> And Johnny, these uh, comments. Anti DIY HVAC wants to know if there's anywhere where we can hear you guys actually play guitar. I know this comes up all the time. It's hard to play on these live streams because it gets garbled, but Johnny's got a ton of stuff on this channel if you go back and look. Um, yeah, and, come and, on. Um, and then look up his. <laughs> I got 3,000 videos on this channel, but I play guitar on like two of them. <laughs> yeah, and and I, have, Gizmachi. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to plug myself here, but I'm going to anyway. I, I my band has two Do albums it. out. Do it. So, plug it. You have your option to listen to this is the this is the new one came out last year, and this one came out in 2005. So there you go. Nice. Yep. So you can listen to me and Johnny. Play yes. No, I'm well. On OnlyFans, coming soon. Um, Bonely fans. <laughs> with Kurt, with Kurt, with his shuttlecock. Yep, look look at me, www.shuttlecock.org. With Kurt holding his C. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, yeah, so in the chat there is is uh, the video from last night, new from EVH Gear. Check it out, you guys. Yeah, I play guitar a little bit on there. Um, so what'd you think of that guitar, Johnny? I thought it was great. I thought it, one of the cool things. Well, I mean, it, it's it's awesome regardless. But one one of the one of the nice things was it was on the top shelf at Guitar Center, so it it hadn't been abused yet. Like dirty and you know you walk you go in there and you, you pick up a lot of stuff and the stuff is new but the stuff gets played all day long right this thing hadn't so this thing was literally a brand new guitar oh dude you could see when you were like holding it up to the camera mm -hmm. it was like it looked like it had just come out of the box yeah right. notice i didn't say case because they don't come with cases but it looked <laughs> like it came, just came out of the box it was like spotless <laughs> Right, no wet burrito fingerprints all over the front of it. <laughs> no. Oh. Well, Taco Bell is actually directly across the street from that guitar center. Oh, yeah. So there, there could, you know, <laughs> Chuck Berry could hit up Taco Bell and then go to t Guitar Center. Yep. And then the junior high. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. Um. Uh, no whammy yeah. bar though. No, no, they they don't put the whammy bars on the guitars. Well, you know, I you think just part take of the one reason, with you. 
and just screw it on mm-hmm. when you want to play and then screw it off when you're done. Bring it, bring it with mm-hmm. you in your pocket. I think part of the reason is, is because people steal them on this. The angle of these ones doesn't do it because it hits the back of the, uh, the body, but there are some guitars that if you push this trem bar all the way down the point, some, your guitar can get dented. So that's probably why they don't do that. Cause people will be in there wailing on them, jacking them, you know, and they'll end up with dent in the goddamn body of the guitar. Yeah, well, people steal them. I mean, they oh, I was talking to a guy at Guitar Center where they said people go in and take knobs off guitars. Jesus Christ. Take off, knob. Mm-hmm. Take off, you hoser. Knob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, because anybody can walk in off the street in the, into those places and, and just literally do whatever they want mm-hmm. a lot of times. So, although I did say I'll be back up that way on Monday, so maybe I'll I'll stop by, you know, stop in there again and 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 you know film something else. But but I'm 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 excited though because I'm thinking since since that uh, guitar was there, we're probably going to see some other new ones uh, very soon. You know, out there, and it'll be great. Um, Johnny, did you happen to see a um Ibanez Pia while you're up there? The Steve Vai signature I with the gold hardware, gold pickups and stuff. I was looking around. I probably would have noticed, although I I didn't. I don't remember seeing one. Gotcha. I don't remember seeing one in there, but I mean, I saw them at Nam. Yeah. What? Whenever that was, a couple of years ago, two years. Mm-hmm. I believe that Something. was the 2020 Nam before the mm-hmm. shit hit the fan. <laughs> yeah (laughs) so but uh what else what else so john you bring a whammy bar with you huh do i you bring a if you bring a a, a bar huh do i i don't know i'm saying if if you do let's, let's just say you do what do you think if all of a sudden you're in there and you're like, you know, doing all this crap, you think they'll actually be like, wait a minute, you're not supposed to, or, you know, and then you're, you, if they see you take it off, put it in your pocket. I think like, if, yep. I think they would think that I'm actually taking it, that I'm stealing it. That's so. If you got to walk there's, in there's, like. There's no need to, to, to bring your own bar in there. Whammy yeah, bar. there is. Um, <laughs> But one thing that I think I, I will take with me from now on is uh, the hex hider. Is your wallet? Yeah. Well, I'm not buying anything in there. Um, I will take a, a, a hex hider with me, so I so I can un, undo the 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 tops, tune it, and be able to tune the guitar. Because that guitar, luckily, was pretty much in tune. It was fine. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes there's some guitars. And and I say this on these videos, and people give me so much crap in some of these videos, because I'm like, sorry, I can't play the things, the intonation's out, it's out of tune, I can't do anything about it. People don't believe you. They 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 don't believe you at all that a guitar can be totally unplayable. They think you're just a crappy player. A lot of these keyboard well, commandos. If, if any if if anybody who is a guitar player has gone to a guitar center 
and picked a, picked up a guitar off the wall and tried to play it, you'll know exactly what Johnny's talking about. There, yeah. mm-hmm. most guitars are unplayable in Guitar Center. I told you that a couple years ago that they had a um a used um Ernie Ball Music Man. Uh, what's the Petrucci guitar? I always forget the name of the goddamn thing. The one that looks like a spider. The uh, uh majestic. Yeah, the the majesty. Majesty, majesty, yeah. Majesty. They had they had like one of the um color changing ones, like that goes from like purple to blue, whatever the hell, the color shifting ones. Hmm. And I I had never seen one in person, so I was like, I gotta go check it out, right? Dude, picked it up off the wall. The goddamn neck was a was a was a friggin' banana. It was just like, <laughs> and new. Those things are almost four grand. Well, now I think they are four grand. But I'm like, so you have a a professional top of the line guitar on your wall and it's set up like like a friggin $300 guitar right well their techs you know, are I, I, contracted I, out and they only do repair work right yeah but what i'm all i'm saying is like you know i i get it if you don't want to spend that much time or, or pay a tech to set up every single guitar in the place but certain things i mean a beginner guitarist is not going to come in there and buy that guitar. Somebody that either A, has a lot of money, or B, is a, a really good player, is going to buy that thing. So if you're, if, if, right. if you're a good player, you go buy... I'm not buying that thing. It's set up like crap, you know? So these are yeah. things that they got to kind of, of work out, you know? Yeah, I picked up a Fender at Guitar Center, and the, the frets were just horrible. Horrible. I mean, like... it ripped your frets hands crowded. and i'm like oh man the frets are terrible on this and the guy's like oh no it's just lack of humidity in here it, it, it'll square itself out and i'm like no this needs fret well, sometimes job, it right. does but that's i mean come on not that bad yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean they'll wonder why they're in trouble. places yeah They'll say anything and and and, and uh, nine times out of ten, um, <laughs> they they don't even know what they're talking about. Right, they have no clue. Yeah, yeah. Guitar Center's been in financial trouble. Um, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, it's it. Here's here's part of the problem, right? You it's you just buy an instrument online. That's yeah. And a lot of people aren't buying them from Guitar Center. Mm-hmm. So although I did get my orange Satriani from Guitar Center and it was used. And you know, the one thing I the positive thing I will say about Guitar Center is that let's just say you go on their website, right? And you see a, a used guitar. And number one, the first thing they do, they got to read, redo, retrain how they take pictures of used guitars. Oh They're my very God. low yeah. quality. They have a, they have like a white, a white um like bed sheet behind the piece, guitar. Piece of butcher paper. Yeah, the lighting is terrible, and the focus isn't even on the guitar, and it's like all of them. So obviously, they're whoever they have telling every store how to take pictures of guitars they bring in to sell online. They're telling them the wrong thing. So, but the one cool thing is when I ordered that Satriani, the store, I believe was, was in New Jersey that had it, right? Yeah. Yep. They shipped, they shipped it directly to me 
And they said, hey, if you don't like it, you have, I think it was 14 days. And you can just bring it to your local guitar center and return it. Mm-hmm. And it, they have no questions asked. Remember the um, that one Ernie Ball Music Man I bought that smelled like, uh, I don't know what the hell it smelled like. It was terrible. <laughs> I brought it back yes. and there was no, yeah, literally, butt cheeks. It smelled like somebody wiped a shuttlecock all over it. Um, oh. So that, that's, that is the one cool thing about buying a used instrument. Um, yeah. You know, from guitar My PV Viper amp I bought from Guitar Center off their use site, and it was in Louisiana. Um, they were going to charge me, I think, $80 to ship it, or it was free if they shipped it to the local Guitar Center. So I was in Seattle one day for work, and I just went in and picked it up. They shipped it right there. Yeah. And the cool thing is, too, if you you can actually try it out while you're there, and if you don't like it, they you refund you on the spot and you just walk out walk took off yeah the other thing is it didn't come with a uh power cable so the guy just went in pulled one right off the shelf and gave it to me yeah yeah so now the next guy that bought that burned the place down (laughs) start flipping amps over (laughs) (laughs) yep but I was lucky with the Satriani guitar, you know, because I, I had never played one of those before. And they're very different from a regular Ibanez. Anybody that, that plays Ibanez guitars, you know, the RDs or the Jams or whatever, you know, very, pretty much very thin necks, uh, 17 inch radius on the fretboards so are very thin. And the Satriani ones are completely opposite. It's like a nine and a half or a 9.8 inch radius. So they're round like a Strat would be. Mm-hmm. And they're, fatter beefier necks so i wasn't sure if i was going to like it and boy did i get lucky with i mean it's it's a phenomenal guitar i love it yeah santa cruz 3600 i don't live in seattle but i live in washington state which for anybody that doesn't live anywhere near you that's basically you know oh he lives near seattle (laughs) there you go yep Mm Hmm. Do, do you go there for like groceries and stuff? Well, Keith Campbell just gave where I lived. It's cool. <laughs> Your address? <laughs> Keith, what's um what's Kurt's address? So put it in the chat. Social security number, blood type, date of birth, <laughs> 401k uh account number. Where his kids go to school, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What time they get out of class? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> KXM Rock. I live in jail. <laughs> Yo, I'll just put my GPS coordinates in the chat. <laughs> in the in the chat. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, my name's not even Kurt. Nope. It's actually Kurt with a C. It's Bartholomew. <laughs> so uh Santa Cruz 3600 again. Lynn Ellsworth lives three hours uh northeast of me, and I met him. Whoa. At a badminton yep. game. Yep. Vintage shuttlecocks, handmade. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I have met him. His uh, his son runs his uh, outfit now, but um, I pulled in there and he was there. Hey, someone's got to make a striped shuttlecock. There probably already is. No, well, now there will be. Come on. Sherman Callahan. Rob, John- Rob Johnson, get on it. <laughs> uh you're on a break work you're working with missing persons right now oh awesome man nice very cool and, dude and he's, and he's he's in there telling them hey i'm watching johnny bean you're watching johnny wow you know johnny bean and kurt and jay I I saw them I saw them in San Francisco at at a at one one of the one of the small clubs, and that's when Warren uh, Cucurello, speaking of Van Halen, um, was the guitar player. You know he was in Duran Duran and stuff. And we were hanging out afterwards, and he was taking pictures with people. And I've got a photo with him. It's it's online and stuff. And I, but I asked him. I'm like, you want? I'm like, I play guitar. Let's trade guitar picks. And he's like, I don't use picks. He doesn't even have any picks. If you look at any pictures of him playing, it's just like this. There's no pick. You wow. Know? wow. But I remember uh I remember he was like signing autographs for us and stuff. And Dale, Dale Bazio was sitting in the car waiting to leave. <laughs> in the car. Just like sitting there. Just like in the passenger seat, just like waiting to get out of there. Jimmy Kai. Although I don't think I don't know somebody must have drove her away because I remember after that uh, Warren uh, hailed a, 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 a cab mm. and left and left a kit. <laughs> but Sherman Callahan, awesome man! If if you're still hearing, if you can hear this, and thank you again for all your support, man. What are you looking for, Jay? Um, Killian's birthday is tomorrow, so Jeannie's rapping his uh. Jeannie's down there rapping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's rapping his gifts. And I said, you want me to bring down the rest? And she said, I got them an hour ago. She, there were some on the stairs, but there's still one up here. And that, uh, see that Amazon box that's right there? Right Toss there, it down. Kurt, uh, oh, that's a present? Oh, it's in the it's in the box. Oh. In the box! The box! <laughs> What's in the box? One box left up here or is that my is that my shuttle shuttlecock shipment yeah, it's the extended one <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my gosh. oh man all right well i'm gonna have to split in a minute wow you guys can keep rocking if you want but uh you know uh, i mean it's all up right. it's up to you i mean thanks keith in the chat, do you want us to keep going for a little bit? It's a guitar, Lindy says. Mike Olson. No, it's not Thank a guitar. You, He's if I give if I give Killian a real guitar at two years old, it's going to be destroyed. <clears throat> he has um. You might as well yeah. get one at Guitar Center. Yeah, <laughs> it's already destroyed. <laughs> um, <laughs> he has a there's a ukulele down there that he strums, you know, goofing off. Um, he has a plastic guitar, you know, the a toy guitar that has like, you know, you move the whammy bar up and down and it plays and it, you know, a little thing wiggles. And, um, 
a Casio keyboard that we bought for Ellie a couple of years ago for Christmas. That uh, the last couple of days we have it just sitting at the, at the edge of the couch, and he just sits there and he's you know, obviously not playing anything, but he's he's digging it. All right, All right March you guys 4th. keep going. I'm going to split. March fourth, two thousand twenty-two. I say Killian's going to be a drummer. I think I agree with you. Yep. Is this Chuck Berry? It's Marvin um, Berry. No, it's Barry Manilow. Hey, right, Barry. Wait, Kurt yeah. C might have a question for me. Hey, I have a question. Since this is a Van Halen night show, <laughs> this is for. We were talking about Halen in three hours. This is for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is for. <laughs> I, I, I John BL, uh, whatever Van Halen geek out there. Whatever deep dive Van Halen fan out there. I have a question. In 1984, I saw Van Halen at the Seattle Coliseum in concert, and the opening band was this 50s rockabilly no-name band that I didn't hate him. I didn't like it, but I didn't hate him. But the crowd was losing their minds, flipping them off, booing them. Look at this, everybody's I leaving. I saw an empty, an empty bottle of Jack Daniels get whipped at them. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I literally remember thinking, I'm 18, thinking, this can't be who they booked for this gig. So I was just wondering, I always thought it, the opening the opening act must have been had trouble getting there or something happened because there's no way that Van Halen would have had these people on their, for their opening band. I mean, they were nobodies and I know music. These guys, I don't, I don't remember their name. They were nobody. The Velcros. So see if anybody. The Velcros. In the, in 1984 on their American tour going through Seattle, who was supposed to be their opening act? I'm just curious. That's a, a good question. Tell him. Kurt with a K says they were called the Velcros. Wow. See, I, and, I wouldn't have been able to say. So Autograph opened up <laughs> for him. So, Autograph so opened up for him, tour, and then in Toronto, him? they jumped in and and uh, was with Van Halen for Kurt with a K is right now. And if anybody's just tuning in, Kurt with a K is answering Kurt with a C's question with a Q. Okay. So autograph was with I'm Van Halen for the night. first I'm half of the show. Right and the Velcro joined for 13 shows. Like there's, I, I, I remember thinking there's no way that Van Halen would have had these people tour with them. This must be a fill in, but I don't know. It was a fill in. Because Autograph jumped back in on the tour after the 13 shows I mean, they did. The people, I can remember looking to the side and seeing a wave of the middle finger and people whipping shit at them. And I remember thinking, that's not cool. Even though you don't like their music, don't try to kill them. Wow. Well, Kurt with a K is saying yeah. they, they were a fill-in for Autograph. Oh, gotcha. I, it, for who? Autograph. Well, there you go. I was assuming it was something like that, and Kurt with a K nailed it. 
killer. I wonder, I wonder why they had to fill in. Does anyone in the world know that reason? John Biel. No monk. John Biel. Yeah, he's got to know. I've wondered since I was 18. I'm, wow. I'm not kidding. It's just, it's crazy. Uh huh. And they were the only opening band that night. Velcros. Yeah, it was just a yeah. yeah it was just those two guys, those two bands. Mm-hmm. How was Van Halen? But anyway. Mm-hmm. How, how was Van Halen? I'm glad, I'm glad Kerb. How was Van Halen that night? Go ahead. How was Van Halen? Oh, good. Except for the part halfway through where David Lee Roth is up there on stage by himself, spinning around with a fucking sword. <laughs> yeah, that. Well, as an 18 year old dude standing there drunk and stoned, I was like, come on, stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cool thing, though, about yeah, that yeah. section, so, you know. I wasn't I, I wasn't into Van Halen then, so I didn't see them on that tour or anything. But but here's some trivia for you. The music that yeah. was played during Eddie played keyboard during that. During that Dave Lee yeah. Roth part where he's dancing around and that music that you hear that yeah. Eddie's playing was featured in the movie The Wildlife, mm-hmm. where Eddie did the entire soundtrack. Wow. Wow. Okay. So that part's that. cool. Yeah. But when you tell Kurt with the speech, I was seven. going to a Van Halen concert, you don't want to see the lead singer spinning around with a sword to keyboards. Mm-hmm. That's not what you went for. But the rest of the show was cool. Oh, yeah. That's cool, man. And here, here's, another, here's another little. Well, it's not insignificant. Just how I I remember telling someone how times have changed. I'll never forget this. I'm standing out in the, not kind of like the lobby, Mm -hmm. at intermission between bands. And someone must have let off like an M80, this big bomb explosion. And none of us even flinched. If that happened today, everyone would run out thinking there was a bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would lock down the whole it, the whole. It facility. was just okay. Someone must have let off the firework, and we just went on drinking and rocking. It's just times are so different. It's insane. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So Can't anyway. do that stuff. Okay, me. I'm out, Johnny. Thank you. Thank you for your calls, Kurt. With Great. a C. Okay, we love you. So okay, great show, Johnny. Thank you, man. Okay, bye. all right, bye bye. Awesome. See, awesome calls. We get, remember, we get awesome calls. Remember those little stink bombs? They're like a little glass vial, and you throw them down on the ground, and they break open and just stink up the whole room. No, well, no. Yes and no. No, well. Uh, People didn't like yes. throw them in I'll the hallway yes. at school. No, I, I I never never saw that. I never went to school. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. Uh, so I looked up the Velcros. There's no Wikipedia page, so I'll have to do a little bit re- more research and find out where they're from. And there's a couple videos, but um. Of them performing, just just yeah, back, but I don't like back up. in the day, like back then. Yeah, that's cool. I know autograph. Um, one of the guys in the band 
was running with David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth used to run to get in shape through downtown LA or Pasadena or wherever. And he gave Mm -hmm. him a tape and said, listen to our band. We kind of put this band together and um, that's how they got the opening act for the 84 tour. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) These comments are crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean that that's how that works. It's all it's all who you know, man. Yep. Really. It's it's not even it's not even talent a lot of times. It's 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 who you know. Um, yep. Man, speaking of yeah, we can keep going. Are you are you okay for a little bit? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we we can keep going for a little bit. Um Yeah, speaking of the eighty four tour. Yeah, I I would have loved to have seen that. I mean, like I said, I I didn't get into them till afterwards. But uh, one of the things that I mean, I I, I mentioned this here and there on these shows, but I was a huge uh, uh, memorabilia Van Halen. Like you thought the guy we had on last week was insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was very similar to that, but I I had to get rid of everything, so I don't have all that stuff anymore. Can't get that stuff no more. <laughs> <laughs> but um, some one of the things that 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 I was really into was was uh, bootleg tapes right. and concerts, VHS cassettes, day they days, you know, CD, the um. <laughs> all that stuff all that stuff and so i've heard every i mean i I still have a huge box of the cassettes they're actually right above me here i'll 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 break them out one of these nights we'll actually have a bunch of cds too i remember you opening up a bunch on a show one time yeah 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 i've got some cds I've, i've got hell of freaking cassette tapes and um of shows that aren't even like on YouTube or available or whatever. So I've got some stuff that you guys probably haven't heard stuff that I haven't heard in years. But one thing I can say, we're talking about the 84 tour. Um, I remember uh, listening to a lot of 84 bootlegs bootlegs back in the nineties. Yeah. Th- for me, a lot of this started uh, collecting the bootlegs my very first Van Halen bootleg ever got was in 1990. Hmm. Actually, well, yeah. Was it on, was it the CD one or the cassette? I want to say it was a, it was a cassette. My very first Van Halen bootleg was a cassette of uh somewhere in uh South America in 83. Soundboard. And there's actually video to that now. You you sometimes on YouTube you find some there's like barely like half a show out there right i i had that on on cassette back in 1990 that was my very first van hill bootleg so i would listen to that like all the time all the time it was just great i mean it still burned into my head that performance yeah it's like south america 83 somewhere they play i'm so glad in the middle of doctor somebody get me a doctor oh, wow. they do uh um uh i don't know but it, it's it's awesome awesome stuff 
and then my first CD bootleg was the the Pasadena Civic seventy seven soundboard, which, by the way, we'll 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 uh, we'll mention this really quickly. Um, we're gonna have uh, some guests on the show at some point, sometime. Um, and they're responsible for the, for, for, uh, somewhat for this plaque that's actually on the Pasadena Civic now. Yep. And they're working on the renaming that park too. Renaming a park in Pasadena and possibly, uh, a statue. Maybe I think they said they want it. They want to get a statue too. Um, yeah, Johnny, for me, I, mm -hmm. I would say for the Dave era, 82 and 84 would have been the two eras I would have wanted to see live. Uh, I think that, you know, Hide Your Sheep, Diver Down Tour was, they were like cresting to the top of the mountain, you know. I think 84 mm -hmm. and and uh, 86 with 5150, they were like at the top. Um, but I think some of the shows I've seen and just that era, the Diver Down <clears throat> album, I think that would have been a good one too along with 84. Yeah. Yeah. Um, six strings and 10 fingers. Uh, it, it might've been that one, or it was one of those. Cause there, there are a few of those that they're pro shot and there are some, there's video out there. And this was, there was, this was audio from a video that I never saw until literally maybe a year ago or two years ago some of that video appeared on youtube maybe it's not there anymore but but i would i would watch some of it and i recognize the audio i'm like dude that's an audio that i heard all that time um and yeah it's 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 funny you were you were saying that because i remember when i first got into into van halen speaking of van halen i mean this is a van halen show um before i heard any, any bootleg, you know, because all I had was the regular albums. But I remember thinking, man, it'd be so cool to be able to see footage from like an early show, like back in 78, 79. You know, you, you get these albums and then, you know, this is before I got into the bootleg stuff. So I didn't know the stuff was out there or it was it was before I, I can remember before even hearing any of the stuff. And I remember envisioning like like them performing in like 78 79 and 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 and, and thinking what those concerts must have been like and then of All course had you know dance the night away and then um the stuff from oakland with uh unchained and um you know that's all we had back then right that was it. oh yeah but I, but i'm talking like before like years before like i'm talking uh uh, let's see. This would have been eighty-seven. This was eighty-seven. I'm sitting there thinking this stuff, and I I didn't see. I saw the Unchained Oakland video for the first time in eighty-nine, mm. on Headbangers Ball, mm -hmm. and I just happened to have a tape recorder sitting there, with with ACDC's Back in Black on the second side, like with with like the top of the tape covered over so i could record and maybe they had said coming up van halen unchained and maybe me being like what the hell's that so maybe i put that in and there was no vhs or anything but i recorded the audio for oakland 81 
Unchained on this cassette. So every time I hear that ACDC album, like I forget what song it is, but every time I hear that song, it goes from that into Oakland 81 Unchained for me. Oh man, that's hilarious. Because I'd listen, to, I'd listen to that tape over and over and over and over and over, nonstop. So, so that was the first time I, 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 I saw that, but then, um, but then uh, I bought some, some VHS uh, bootlegs from a, a store in New York and, and flew back. And then when I got home that night from SFO, San Francisco Airport, I'm sitting there watching for the very first time those 1978 promos, you know, where it starts with the eruption, goes into You Really oh, Got yeah. Me, uh, Jamie's Crying, uh, Run With The Devil, you know, whatever the, the order is. Watching those going into those 1979, where, where where the limo pulls up and they get out and they're chewing they're chewing the gum and they're all like doing yep. the Three Stooges, you know, yep. hello, hello, you know, yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah. So I can tell you the first time I ever saw any of that stuff. Yeah, that's was what like, I was saying with the Dance the Night of those. Away. Yeah, there was three of those. It was it was um, Dance the Night Away, Dance the Night Away, You're No Good, and Bottoms Bottoms Up. John Beale, is that true? I don't know. Keith Campbell would know. Keith Campbell. Those 1979 live uh, footage. So I'm watching this VHS tape, and it's going directly into the stuff. And then from there, it goes into into the 81 stuff. Like the full, like there's only those three songs, but there actually is like a full length of those three songs. Meaning there's credits. There's credits and stuff. So it's obvious it was it was like a mini like that's all they filmed with those three tunes because of the way it's all put together bottoms up that's right that's right man so so there was those and then it goes from there see i'm talking about this vhs tape which actually i still have um it, it goes from there into um van halen lip-syncing pretty woman doing a oh, lip-sync really? version yeah yeah, where they're where they're playing it on stage, but it's lip synced. It's not the real performance. Wow! So it goes from that into the Purdue Woman music video, which which I had heard about and read about for years. And and this is 1994. 1994 was the first time I saw ever saw any of this stuff. But I knew about a lot of it. And, and uh, yeah, Keith Campbell. Keith Campbell. How come you're not a guest on the show, man? Yeah, come on, come on, <laughs> come on, on. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime soon, man. It, we're probably gonna go another like like nine minutes or something. No, yeah, <laughs> um, on on. But but uh, anyways, I remember sitting there watching the Purdue Woman video for the very first time, being like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this!" Because I'd heard about it for years. And then I saw right. that. And then from there, this whole thing was chronological. So it goes from there into all the 84 stuff, whatever. And from there, pretty much everything I had seen. And the Tora Tora Lost of Control video that Keith Campbell's talking about. You saw that in 81. I had I had that on a VHS tape in the 90s. Yeah. But the quality was so bad. It was all it was like total black and white and fuzzy and just awful. And there actually is a much better quality out there now nowadays. Yeah, that's the one where they're in the hospital, right? Yes. 
Keith Campbell, I'll I'll send you the link. We're only going to do a few more minutes here, but how do I get the links? Where is that? Copy. Yeah, Keith Campbell can take my place if he wants to come in. <laughs> well, let me see. How do I get a hold of you? Facebook? He's on uh Discord. K E I. How do you spell Keith? Oh, there you are. I got to get something to drink real quick. Keith Campbell, there you okay. go. There's the link. All right. Yeah, Keith, if you jump in here, we'll go for a few more. That sounds yeah. good to me. Um, yeah, dude, go grab yeah. something to drink. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm going to have to let him in first. It says he just, he just got it. Um, yeah, just watching all the all those videos for the first time was just it was just insanity. And then and then now with with YouTube, there's a lot of stuff out there now. Well, I mean, for 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 people like us, it's it's kind of rare, like for us to be like, whoa, I can't believe I just saw. For for me, like the last time for that to happen, where it was like, oh my gosh, was that dinosaur video? Yep. So this is love. Right, because for years we saw those photos thinking, oh, that has to be Sunday afternoon in the park or, or whatever, right, right? not knowing what Unch that was. Unchained. It, it, that was in the first, uh, the first Inside magazine. Right. Those photos. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah just that seeing that stuff, one. hearing about that for, for years. And then I get a message like like the night before that dropped from somebody saying, Johnny, tomorrow you're gonna see something awesome. Oh, cool. And I'm and I'm like, huh? And then they sent me and then they actually they sent me a link to that before. Like I was one of the first people to see it. They sent me a link to it, like literally when it when it when it dropped. And and I get the, the notification and I put I'm in I'm sitting in my car. And again, this wasn't that long ago, but I'm sitting in my car and and I, I'm I'm watching this and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. And then that's when I, I came home and I went live and did a show talking about it. You know? Right. <laughs> Always wonder yeah, that... why they didn't have more media stuff back uh, you know, before eighty four. Um, you know, there's always that rumor that Alex wanted to, you know, answer with the live show and people buying the the albums, but um, you know, the band really just wasn't super into really laying themselves out there with video and mm -hmm. media um, appearances, and you know, they did a little bit early on the first couple of years when a lot of that stuff wasn't recorded. You know, they did a lot of radio, audio mm -hmm. stuff, interviews, but they just didn't have a ton of live stuff, um, you know, those first eight, nine years. No, no. Yeah, you, you, you never saw. Well, again, again, I mean, for me, when when uh, when I was getting into the that Van Halen, the, you know, the older stuff to me, that's even though it was only like literally 10 years before ish yeah because i i got you know my first album was 50 and then and then uh 
0812 was 88 and then you know going back to 78 but all those records to me like diver like back in 1988 for me diver down was like old even though it was only what five years <laughs> yeah six years but when you're that age like five years is like forever right so uh yeah it was it was just old it was just old stuff um but but again very cool very cool and then years later getting to see a lot of that stuff you know the, the video stuff and and listening to the audio and 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 uh, getting getting into collecting like the live audio stuff whether it be the yeah. video stuff or the audio and, and getting to actually hear that like hear the performances yeah santa cruz yeah five years is forever when you're a kid forever now it's nothing yep goes by like that i mean yeah all right what was five, what was five years ago 2016 yeah or something keith you ready hey man hey guys keith have What's we up, met before keith? have we met i don't even know no not officially no we've never no, met no. okay well good First good to meet you man <laughs> Welcome to the party. I've met Keith Cheers. a couple times yeah, on because uh, I know this is a family show now. After my thirty right. days in the hole. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna bounce out, Keith. You, you, you got my back. Take over for yeah. me. Yeah, sorry about that, Rev. I really apologize. All good, man. All good. All right. You're love good, you, man. Bro. All right, love you too, man. You guys have fun. All right, see you, dude. <laughs> Oh, no, man. hey man hey well first of all it's great to meet you i great mean i've seen i've seen you in the chat for a long time and yeah it's and... been a, a decade or two. Oh my gosh wow and you're you're obviously a huge fan i mean because yeah. because you you say stuff in the chat a lot of times stuff that like you know you know a lot of this a lot of this stuff and that that's awesome uh, i've been a fan since the get-go you know i mean since 78 you know, mm -hmm. and then, like I was saying in the chat, I didn't get a chance to see those uh, early videos until later on either. You know, the first ones that I actually saw were the Van Halen 2 videos in Rochester. Right. Yeah. You know, and then after the, after that, then I got to see the uh, the Van Halen 1 videos. And then everybody had, uh, started seeing everything on uh, Don Kirshner and uh, Midnight Hour with the uh, Eruption video, or not the uh, the Unchained video and... You know, mm -hmm. all the eighty-one videos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's 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 amazing stuff. Yeah, um, and now that those videos for the uh, eighty-one tour, they don't do the show justice at all. It was uh Van Halen at their zenith. That was my first Van Halen concert. Oh, I was in heaven. <laughs> I did erupt. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> mm. That's good. Cool. Yeah, and you know, I didn't I haven't missed a concert since, so. Mm -hmm. So so you're so you're saying so those those Oakland 81 videos I mean they're great but but they don't do the show justice at all like like when you were uh, actually it, there It was like... insane the whole time, yeah. It was like that the whole show. Imagine that the whole show. 
I can imagine that the whole show audio wise, because I've had full, I have full length audios of that stuff, mm-hmm. but just the gymnastics and everybody but, just running around and playing and just right. having a blast, you know? I mean, do you remember that uh, one? Uh, it was like a, a three minute clip or so of uh, some Alice. raw footage of Dave, like swinging from uh, one of the rope uh, ladders yeah. that the spotlight guys would hang from. Somebody, that was from a TV clip. Yeah. That was from, from a TV clip. And somebody used that. Uh, I believe somebody actually uploaded that to use to try to sell. They were trying to sell something on eBay. And, but right. I, I don't know if, if, it, if they were trying, maybe they were trying to sell that clip, maybe. I, think I don't know. They were, I think that was just like a, a portion of the, the raw footage. Mm-hmm. You know, but that it, they were selling off or whatever. But, but it was, wow. but it was, it was a news yeah. clip. Yeah, it was like that. It was like that all the time. You know, it was just yeah. like a big party fest. Yeah, yeah. and actually, actually, I did have. Well, I, I still have. You know, on VHS, um, there was a lot of Super Eight footage, and there actually is like a whole mm-hmm. bunch of 80, 81 Super Eight footage from like way like back, like far, like far right. up. Right. Yeah. Where, from where the you back can see them. Areas. Yeah. But Behind there's no the audio and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but there was no live audio. So, so you're seeing yeah. them perform from like you know far away but the audio is like is like the record the right. record audio and it's yeah. not like it's not synced up but it's it's just cool just to see that that footage and then and then there is actually some some uh Oakland, not Oakland but there there is some 81 super 8 that was taken like like right in front of the stage from a fan and that there is live audio of that wow oh man just to get a hold of that would be freaking awesome to, and to sync it all up Whoa. I I have it. I have I have it. There's fo- there's footage of Eddie playing the um the rude guitar live. Okay, I'm 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 gonna start liquidating <laughs> some of my socks. Okay. <laughs> there's footage of Eddie playing the rude guitar, and the camera is like right on. But it, oh I mean, it's super God. eight footage. Jeez, so so it's real. Awesome. The quality is crazy. Um, but you God. can actually see him playing the guitar. Some of it I actually did upload to my Facebook page. Year my Johnny Bean TV. Facebook, wow. like, like, so if you go to my Johnny Bean TV Facebook page, click on videos, you will find a small clip from that. I uploaded it like years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. But, Jeez. Yeah, now all we're missing is a, a picture of the back of the star guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thunk the only picture that is missing? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Um, mm. So, um, <laughs> so I uh, I went to Wolfgang on Tuesday, man. Holy crap! What a great show. Oh, cool. Oh, I see your I see your shirt. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. And then on the back is it's really cool. Let me uh, turn around and show you guys that. Mammoth WVH. And then on the wow. bottom it says, "Won't won't be long till we're dead and gone." Wow. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So, and then uh, I got another one, uh, Dirty Honey. It said uh, I got dirty and had the Dirty Honey logo. It says uh, Young Guns Tour on it, all done in like '70s font. It's really cool looking. Has all the tour mm-hmm. dates on the back. Mm-hmm. But that was a great show. Oh God, I couldn't believe. Um, I I left um, to go to the bathroom right before the last song of Saint Electric, which was Slash's son's band. And uh, huh. I was able to slip back in up front again. And 
I turned around and looked. I was like, oh, my God, this place packed out quick. I mean, it, it was, you know, a fire code. Oh, really? Packed to the gills. And then I looked up on the balcony area up to the left later on in the show. I'm like, there's Pat. Oh, shit. I think that's Valerie up there, too. They were up there in the balcony watching. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then, and then right at the very end, he came down for uh, Don't Back Down and did a video for everybody, you know, of the whole crowd, you know, and a shot of us, you know, from behind. It was really cool. They brought out the cardboard Frank, which was freaking hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> they have multiple versions of a cardboard Frank Sidoris out on tour now with them. Mm -hmm. uh, but from what I understand, uh, He'll be back, uh, I think, in April with Mammoth after uh, his tour with Slash is over. So mm -hmm. then he'll uh, get to do the uh, the festival dates and all the Hailstorm stuff and, uh, you know, go over to Europe with the Scorpions. Wow, that's great. Yeah, yeah. so he's, he's got a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wolf, Wolf is going to be busy all year long. Trust me. You know, Um I, I was listening to you guys, uh, um, your Twitch uh, uh, podcast uh, the, last night. Mm -hmm. um, did they talk much about how much he wants to record? Is he thinking about doing the whole recording after this tour or what? Or is he going to do it on the road? You know, just like pits and pieces. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I would assume... Did you re did you uh, hear the Eddie Trunk interview? No, no, okay. I didn't. Yeah, I got I got to listen to that because um, you know, I I know that uh, Rev was talking about it uh, on the interview, you know, or during the podcast. Uh, I want to mm -hmm. check that out though, but that's mm -hmm. you know supposed to be a uh, very ear opening, you know, informative and stuff. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I, I would think I would think that that. Uh, you know any ideas that he's coming up with he's putting down yeah you know, while, while he's on the road and then and then you get home and you go through the stuff and and you, you, you know. yeah which brings me to uh the one song that he did do that's new um mm -hmm. i don't know it all mm -hmm. it reminded me a lot of the riff from you and your blues oh cool yeah <laughs> you know that opening riff yeah yeah i think i think he uh like you know has a little brother there. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was the, the one that, that Laz uploaded, I think. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would have loved to have gone to that show, man, but it was like, it's Ugh. a little too far. Like three hours each way. Yeah, yeah. A little too much. I know. Yeah, I was lucky. I got down there, you know, uh, one o'clock, and they were just offloading everything for uh, Dirty Honey and getting everything preset. Mm -hmm. And uh, ran into the, you know, guitarist and the drummer met them and, you know, shook their hands. I'm like, can't wait to see. I'll be up front. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm the only one here. So I'm first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, then uh, next thing I know, a couple of people started showing up and we started talking and everything. And then, you know, I went to the bar, you know, got a drink and got some jambalaya and, uh, you know, we just sat up front. You know, it was an old ages show too, so it was it had to end early. Uh huh. So that's why it was uh, starting at six thirty. It didn't start until about seven though, and then uh, 
Uh, St. Electric, they were pretty damn good, you know, young band, but they got it. They got it. And uh, Slash's son there, the drummer, swear to God, he looks like Tommy Lee Jr. <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they were a good show. That's cool. That's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the next, the, you know, next time Mammoth comes to uh, to this area, like San Jose or something, I'll definitely. Oh, don't miss it ever. I mean, you know, last time I saw, Ma you know, Wolfgang perform was 2015, you know? Yeah. So, Where'd you see he, that one? Where'd you see that, uh, that, that was show? That was uh, Van Halen's second to last show. Or second to last uh, venue. <laughs> they mm -hmm. did San Diego, and then they did the two nights at Hollywood, uh, at the Hollywood uh, Bowl mm -hmm. on the 2015 tour. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I, I, I saw them uh, conquered California and then mm -hmm. Mountain View. Yeah. Those, those, I was just, you know, when I was buying the tickets, I was so jacked up for it. And then they did the whole TV tour and everything. So I pretty much knew what was going to be performed anyways, but still getting there. It's, you know, and just watching uh, Kenny Wayne Shepherd and his band perform was phenomenal, you know, because I got to see him perform three times with uh, Van Halen, twice uh -huh. in the 98 tour, and then uh, once uh, this year, you know, in, in 2015, and then, you know, having Van Halen open up with Light Up the Sky. Poof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. That was that was awesome. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. You probably saw the Jimmy Kimmel thing then. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. All versions yeah. of it. <laughs> you saw that. I I I um. I remember being in the car and and somebody that was there when they were actually, like, I saw it in real time. I saw it when it was live because somebody was was uh was filming it on on an old app called Periscope. Yeah, I remember the app. Which which was the that was Twitter's version of, of going live, which they've since discontinued it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, actually, you we, follow Tony Stewart on, on Periscope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like this show. We used to be live on Periscope. Mm -hmm. Now we're just live on yeah. Twitter. Like if you if you yeah, jump to my Twitter right now, you'll find us just live that, on yeah. Twitter. Um but back when Periscope was a new thing, a lot of people were going live at concerts and stuff. And so I so I I did get to see the Jimmy Kimmel performance live via Periscope, via some dude <laughs> standing in the crowd. And, and it was cool. It, it yeah. was, it was, it was awesome. It was is awesome. is that Amazing. the same footage that everybody ended up seeing the raw footage? You know, when he busts his nose and then he went over there and uh, got taped up and everything. And then we were just yeah. jam. Is that the same, uh, same footage for the Periscope? Uh, no, no. The, the footage from the Periscope was taken from the audience, okay. like like further back. All right. Like like when it was actually live. That footage you're talking about that was somebody that was recorded. Yeah. Okay. That was recorded. So, oh, that live. that was a live feed then. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. cool. I mean, I, I I just love seeing you know raw fan footage. That's that's the best best version of it, you know, because you get all the emotion mm -hmm. as well from everybody around you. And the surrounding noise, mm -hmm. you know, it's not staged. You mm -hmm. know, I like uh, one time I went to a, a show in '98. I went to Philly, um, the Van Halen three tour, and uh, oh, cool! 
and it was uh it was the uh the moment that everybody you know sees now is uh when uh Eddie's doing 316 and then Wolfgang a little seven year old Wolfgang runs out and gives him a hug and just like oh god you know you saw that live I saw it live yeah I wow. was like wow <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, awesome. I, I just wish I had my camera ready for that. I was just like, geez. He was just like in and out in like five seconds. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. We're getting questions. Can you see the chat? No, I, I'm not looking at the chat at all. I'm sorry. So okay. ask away. Okay. Jay says, hey. Hey, Jay. Jay. says, yo. Uh, Santa Cruz he, is he asking. Was, he was at the Orange County uh, show with me. Back in 93. Oh, really? Yeah. That was his first Van Halen show. I was in crutches. <laughs> oh, man. I was right up there by Eddie. Oh, God. That was such a madhouse, that show. <laughs> oh, that, that was a great tour. I yeah. saw that tour uh, three times out, out here. Yeah. What's everybody else got to say? You know? Uh, Alice is saying, hey, Keith. Hey, Alice. <laughs> uh let's see um man i don't know okay I don't know. <laughs> what's the next um, on the list I, I feel like zach wild now next <laughs> I remember those interviews <laughs> yeah yeah um but uh, so so you said so you you you've been a fan since since the beginning. Like, how did oh, yeah. you first how did you first discover them? What what was the first? Uh, hearing it on the radio, you know, hearing uh, you know, running running with the devil, and mm -hmm. then you know, you really got me and like whoa, because <laughs> you know I always knew the uh, the Kings version, you know, just like you guys are talking about through the Twitch. Now I grew up with that, and I uh. You know, I was just like, wow, that's really cool how he did that. And I liked all the, you know, the background vocals and stuff. And then, you know, after that, just, I bought the album. And then I was hooked from the, from the get-go. And here, I'm going to move for a second. But yeah. I have to do this because these are still my original albums. All of them. Got them right here. And I always... Original? Oh, the first ones you ever bought? These are my albums, my first albums. Yeah. All the way through. To the wow, you have, you have an order. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I had to, you know. And my, my sister was so gracious to hold on to them. And, and she uh, shipped them out to me. I'm like, oh, thank you. I totally forgot about them. You know. I thought I lost them in a move, and she shipped them out to me one year. I was like, oh, I love you, love you more than oh, you can wow. even imagine. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. that's. Did you just have the one, the, like the ones of each? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just the ones. Everything else was all cassette or CD after that. Because, <laughs> wow. you know, I was always uh, listening on the road or, you know, uh, in my Walkman. You know, yeah. while I was rollerblading, recovering from, a, you know, an accident, I broke my pelvis years ago. So I was rollerblading a lot and uh, I just, would just pop the headphones on and just rollerblade to Van Halen for three hours around the lake. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I asked that because uh, I was a huge uh, Van Halen collector 
growing up and and I've probably owned I'm not kidding probably eh, I'll say 20 copies of each <laughs> yeah like on vinyl on tape like every every time there was a different pressing I would buy it mm -hmm. I still have like everybody uh, like who were the Beatles fans with the white album <laughs> right yeah 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 so I still have ton like like tons of of uh vinyls and tapes and even cds and you know yeah i'd um i i'd uh had had all of uh the albums up until 84 that that one i had bought and then everything after that i kept on myself but the original uh five albums i had at home and mm -hmm. um my sister had hung on to them for me and then when i'd uh, gotten out of the military um i guess i just you know, handed them all over to her because she still had a turntable. <laughs> I'm like, here, hang on to these. And her uh, her husband at the time, he worked for uh, for Alto Music. So do you know who Alto is? They're like a huge distributor. But um, uh, huh, he, he was okay. a huge audiophile, and he was like, yeah, I'll hang on to those for you. So my sister ended up hanging on to them, and, you know, I got them all back. I'm like, fuck, unbelievable. Sorry for the nice. f bomb. <laughs> oh no, that's, that's all good, man. That's cool. Mm -hmm. That's cool, man. I have so many stories attached to every one of those albums. Still, God. <laughs> man, man, yeah, yeah. It, it's weird. It, it's weird. I mean, it's the same here because I, I can, I can tell you exactly the order that I bought those albums in. Because you know, I bought the stuff later. I did. I wasn't. You know. I got into the band in 86. So, mm -hmm. yeah. um, so I, I dug back and bought everything, but I can tell you exactly the order of everything I got, where, where I got them the first time ever hearing all that, you know, each, each album. Oh yeah. And, and, and I can't even imagine how many copies of cassettes and CDs I've gone through with everything every one of them just like you know and and now we got the new ones coming out so i'm gonna have to get more copies of it <laughs> oh yeah yeah i got the upgrades 125 bucks for the lps though wow sold <laughs> yeah take my money <laughs> <laughs> i'll take two yeah right do you have a player though to play that is isn't there like a certain like like player you gotta have for those or yeah th those are set for 45 now Huh? Yeah, it's a it's a forty five RPM now. So those are LP. Those are thirty threes set for forty five. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think they're so, double so, albums. That's why. So it's fast. So it's faster. So faster, so, but you have a, a higher rotation, so the music is denser though too. So it's right because you're going to uh, have half the amount of uh, songs on each side. And I think it'll. Uh, I think there'll probably be a double album. I don't know. That's the only thing I can figure. So it's you know? better quality. It's much better yeah, quality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. See you guys. Look at this. <laughs> Keith Campbell. <laughs> yeah. There he is, right there. Ah. <sighs> All right, now right, what? Right on. Well, I'm hearing from my producer that I have to have dinner. <laughs> <You're right. laughs>
Gotta eat. I gotta grill too. Um, I got a fillet ready to uh, grill on the on the barbecue. Oh, okay, okay. But dude, yeah. we'll do this again, man. I mean, this absolutely. This, this yeah, has been, I'm, this I'm open for great. anything and everything, you know. And um, you know, my only qualm is I don't talk smack on anybody. Awesome. All right. Awesome. I, I I I love all fans of Van Helm. You know, Same. no Sammy era, no no uh, previous uh, members, anything, no smack on anything. Mm-hmm. That's good. Right? That's good. That's good. Yeah. It's all Van Halen. You know why? Because Eddie and Al were in there. That's right. That's all that matters. It was it was never about Sam and Dave. It was always about the music. Yeah. 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 It was always Eddie for me. Always. No matter what it was. And I loved it all because of that. Yeah. So uh but Keith Campbell, thank you so much. And yeah, we'll we'll do this again. We'll we'll set something up. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll Thanks for letting me jump on. You know, spur of the moment. But hey, why not? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So uh, let let me. Uh, I'll do the credits, and then we we can say uh, say say uh, good night. Thank yeah. you so much, channel members. Thank you so much for all your support for these shows and these videos. And don't forget, you guys, we do a show now on, on, uh, uh I can't even think. Wednesdays, <laughs> talking Van Halen on Wednesdays Twitch. on Twitch. Wednesdays on, when, Wednesdays, Wednesdays <laughs> on Twitch. So join me on Twitch. Follow me. Follow me on Twitch. The link should be in the chat if I can spell. And Thursdays on YouTube for the rebroadcast. That's right. See, Keith Campbell knows exactly. See, knows. I get. I I know. I I know how it rolls. Come on. He knows. Just because I don't follow you on Twitch all the time doesn't mean I don't know how it goes down. Mm -hmm. And who, who who are we having on Twitch on Wednesday? Who's our guest? Oh, you're having Stephen Rosen. That's right. And I, I just spoke with him today on uh, Facebook. Right he, on. Yeah, he he told me he's uh, going to sign my book for me. He's like, nice. thank you for all your support and everything you've done for me. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You've done it for me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, hey, just like everybody else here, I sat there as a teenager and read those things, those interviews over and over and over, you know? And that's why I think I have an idemic memory now. <laughs> that's right. That's, yeah. Same here. Yep. Same here. Same here. So Steve Rosen on twitch but before that uh we have a saturday night saturday night live with john bl tomorrow night and then uh sunday night string change show uh sunday obviously monday i will do something from a guitar center tuesday we have talking guitars and been alive see it's like every day now there's something and then oh, yeah. wednesday wednesday we'll be talking ben halen on twitch with special guest steve rosen so Make sure you tune in, everybody. Mm -hmm. And yeah, don't don't be scared of Twitch. Don't be scared of Twitch. Twitch is awesome. Twitch Twitch is awesome. I love Twitch. <laughs> so, so and speaking of that, I'll, I'll be live on Twitch later after I've dinner. <laughs> of course you will. GTA we play, now, huh? We play GTA. We have yeah. so much fun. We really do. We have so much fun over over on Twitch mm. doing. GTA. Have you gotten your uh, your flying uh, motorcycle fixed yet? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we have a flying motorcycle. It's awesome. 
Or I do. I have a fly motorcycle. All right, I got to go. I got to go. Thank you so much, everybody. See you, you guys. See you guys next time. Woo. Keith Campbell, Johnny Bean TV. Good night. <laughs>